Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this. is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> and we will make America great again. <laughs> entertain the idea of him winning you can't no i think it, it would cause cognitive dissonance of a grave degree why is that oh because it makes me literally sick to my stomach four more years of this abuse i don't think he has any conscience uh, he's obviously you know not a moral truthful man crooked hillary she is a crooked one there's an air of illegitimacy that surrounds Trump's presidency, and that just infuriates them. It makes them crazy. So they have to keep striking out at me because... Why you? Why? Well, because of- I was the candidate that they basically stole an election from. I was the candidate who won, you know, nearly three million more votes. And don't forget... Joe and Kamala can win by three million votes and still lose. Take it from me. You are fake news. Go home, bitch. I agree with that. Very fake news. Strategy to mobilize. True international under pressure. All right, America, go to the YouTube right now. Skag free wherever he is. Get your clothes back and back out of here. I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! Do it live! I can all write it and we'll do it live! Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can't ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. Hope everybody had a happy Halloween. How were the uh, trick-or-treaters at your house? So many trick-or-treaters. Good. Uh, I would say ours was near normal numbers, maybe down a little bit. But uh, as I posted on Twitter, and I hope that you... Kind of an homage to some of your lines on the show. Even I made a... It's a hoax pumpkin to see how people would react. (laughs) An homage to you and Trump, I suppose. And um, even though that was not what he said. But you get what I mean. And uh, that was actually kind of a hit, too. We had people commenting on that. We had some laughs out of that as well. Nice. Tonight, we, of course, are dressed as characters from one of the most famous scenes of the year, the revolutionary car dealership of Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, we'll see if my right arm can handle all the clicks and all the uh, mouse movement it needs to do tonight. Does that actually have a working action on it? Oh, it makes, 
I didn't know it makes sounds. I was going to say, please show the orange tip on clear, on very clear display. You can see that at the top of the screen, Susan. That's a toy gun, okay? Real guns aren't allowed on live streams. So we are compliant. We had to find a orange toy gun that's not even precisely Kyle Rittenhouse's configuration. But it does make noise. So that's very cool. At least we got our money's worth on that. I'll give it to some neighborhood kid, but they all have guns already, so <laughs> they all have real ones in Idaho. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we do have an update on the Kenosha story. We'll get to that in a minute. Of course, tonight's show will mostly be election talk, our predictions and the weekend of campaigning and trolling and uh, alleged crimes on the interstate of uh, Texas with the Biden bus and the Trump caravan, the Trump train driving all around it. Um, plus the preparation for mass rioting that's probably coming this week. Let's be honest. Plus, uh, the religion of peace strikes Nice, France once again. Oh, Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Nice is the site of the, the great truck attack, isn't it? Uh, I From, think so. Yeah. 86 uh, people were killed. Is that right? Yeah. I forget what, five years ago, something like that. Uh, uh wow. That wasn't that long ago. I, I should definitely remember, but here we are. I totally <laughs> forgot about the Muslims. I forgot to even worry about the Muslims. They have been on, they've been on their best behavior lately. Mm-hmm. They really have. Uh, not this week in Nice, France though. And elsewhere. There's some problems elsewhere too. Uh, and don't forget about the real victims in all of this. Uh, French Muslims who are now facing Islamophobia. Those are the real oh. victims in all of this. The New York times will explain. Plus an actual clown delivers official state coronavirus statistics in Oregon. The clip is from a few weeks ago, but it should be played. It went viral on Twitter this week. Having an actual clown warn us about coronavirus is a very 2020 fitting. It was supposed to be a Halloween bit, obviously, but uh, it might as well not be. <laughs> and we have a hoax hate double feature to close. Plus an update from Althea Bernstein, the lady who said that she got the, the young woman who said she got lit on fire in Madison, Wisconsin. Mm. Her story still won't die. There's more to it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll catch up there before we're out of here tonight. And we will take super chats on YouTube, Streamlabs and DLive in between topics and to close the show as well. Ten bucks and up on the Sunday show because we are no good low down money grabbers. It will be all this and more on your favorite couple hours of listing material. Remember, you can find everything show related and support the show over on the website. That's Matt Christensen Media. Com. One of the many things we have featured over on the website is special deals from our friendly listener-owned businesses. Of course, this week, our feature business is our friends over at Hero Soap Company. Do you love freedom? Do you love being clean? Then you'll love Hero Soap Company, yeah. made in the USA, chemical and fragrance-free. A portion of each purchase donated to veteran and first responder charities. Initial subscription purchase is matched bar for bar and sent overseas to deploy troops. Let freedom clean. Hero Soap Company. Hero Soap is also happy to announce some new products for the holidays. Firstly, they have gift boxes that allow you to pick whatever soaps suit your fancy and have them all packed up in a nice clean box for wrapping for you. It's a great holiday gift idea. And for those of you who've been thinking about trying out Hero Soap, but maybe you're not a bar person, Hero is now offering a new line of liquid body wash. They have three new body wash fragrances that, of course, are made with the same natural high-quality ingredients as the bar soap. As always, when you buy Hero Soap, a portion of your purchase goes to veteran and first responder charities. And when you subscribe, you get a monthly delivery so you never have to remember to buy soap again. Let Freedom Clean and get 10% off all their products, uh, Hero Soap Company's products, that is, using promo code MCLISTENER. Find everything you need from Hero Soap 
plus other great deals from the rest of our friendly listener-owned businesses, including Charity Swipes, Phoenix Ammunition, Sonoran Defense Technologies, and more at mattchristiansenmedia.com slash deals. Deals for listeners by listeners. Also Can I see a, a close-up of your arm real quick? Yeah. Wanna... Uh, well, let me put it up. The stream might want to see, so let me uh, let me put it up nice and big. Oh, that's for you. gnarly. She, she's pretty good. For those people who don't know, my wife used to do legitimate Hollywood effects. Um, she worked on Stranger Things season one and some other stuff, so she knows what she's doing. Um, this is... I mean, this is quick work and it was done with spirit Halloween, uh, spirit Halloween ingredients and tools. So, you know, shout out to her. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. Very good. And the live chat did notice that, uh, my med kit is just my baby Bjorn. It's backwards. (laughs) Commitment to the bit. You're a mommy Kyle Rittenhouse. (laughs) Close enough. Kayla Rittenhouse. I saw in the live chat. We can go with that. We can go with that. No more drag Halloweens. This is the last one. I, well, I get, I did not force you to be Kyle Rittenhouse. I, I said, what do see, you want to do? I have no better ideas. That's the you know, thing. So don't blame me for, <laughs> <laughs> as though I. But as always, I want to not contribute and then blame you. So. Okay. Gotcha. That I'm sounds, just being consistent. That's all, all right. right. Uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> we did have one uh, meeting, uh, meetup this week over in uh, Kansas City. Uh, organizer Alexandra says the group, this group has never met before apparently, but it felt just like meeting friends and family. That's very nice to hear. So I hope you guys had a good time together. Sounds like everyone got along great. If you are interested in meeting listeners in your area, that's all on the community page of the website, mattchristensenmedia.com slash community. Speaking of which, uh, I have to give a shout out to, I don't know if this is the first couple married, I know we've had some couples that met through this show and through the communities that exist around this show, but a uh, shout out to David and Victoria who were married this weekend after meeting through our community. Uh, I forget when it was a year or two ago. That might be our first show marriage outside of my wow. marriage, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, again, we're very humbled to have communities that change lives in a positive way. So hope you guys had a great wedding weekend. I hope it was not full of Corona grenades and uh, I hope it was awesome for you. And, um, anyway, th- uh, glad, to, glad it, uh, glad it, w- whatever happened, glad it got done for you guys in this context. It's uh, it's craziness. I know they've been dealing with some tough stuff to get through oh, this. Yeah. Like we have, um, also, uh, there's, uh, I have word that there's going to be an election night party on the discord server. I have been told by the degenerates on the discord. server, I am not organizing this as I always tell Susan and everyone else. I have nothing to do with the discord server other than I go in there to talk to people on the call in show. That's yeah. it. No, uh, I'm sure it's going to be some great festivities uh, over there. If you are brave enough, if you dare hop onto the discord server, it's linked in the description, go into one of the voice rooms and, uh, and apparently a fun time will follow as the results come in. If you're looking for uh, something to do on election night, and um and as always susan i disavow of course uh hopping into some stories the uh last week we talked a lot of hunter biden obviously and um the the narrative at the time was the hunter biden story is russian disinformation it's all uh it's all fake or at least it's it's hacked material that's what twitter was saying it's it's been put up by the russians to try to distract us in this election time well the Daily Caller now has the full contents of the Hunter Biden laptop, and the Daily Caller had Robert Graham, who is the founder of the cybersecurity firm Errata Security, mm-hmm. and he analyzed in particular the email where a Burisma executive was discussing introduction 
introductions from Burisma officials to Vice President Joe Biden in 2015 at Hunter's behest. Now, the big distinction here between the Chinese deal that is another focal email on the laptop and this particular email is Joe Biden was vice president at the time. It's one thing to profit off your name as a private citizen. It's quite another to profit off your name yeah. as the vice president of the United States and potentially sell out the interests of the United States in doing so. That is the allegation. Anyway, Graham says he analyzed the cryptographic signature found in the email's metadata to validate uh, an account used by Vadim Pozarsky. This is an advisor to Burisma's board of directors. So bottom line, the laptop is not fake. <laughs> It isn't really? Russian. I was I was sure it was all fake. Yeah. It doesn't matter what Jack Dorsey says. It isn't Russian information, uh, misinformation. The contents of the laptop are legit, though the acquisition of that of the laptop and those contents is still somewhat murky. We don't know exactly what happened. There, don't care. Don't care how they got this. And speaking of that, because the question has been, why would Hunter Biden, with all of his wealth and with all of his compromising material, be such a big idiot to leave his laptop at some random shop in Delaware and never pick it up? Wonder, the People were wondering, we were wondering, is that cover for some other story for how this was acquired? Well, it's now confirmed that Hunter Biden has a habit of just leaving his laptops around. And there was a second Hunter Biden laptop. This according to a report from NBC, and it was seized by the feds in February. This one was found at the Massachusetts office of celebrity psychiatrist Dr. Keith Abloh during a raid um, by the Drug Enforcement uh, Administration. Abloh's medical license was suspended and he was accused of sexually exploiting patients. Now, Hunter Hunter was not the target of that, uh, the search or the investigation, and his lawyer ultimately got the laptop back. But... This does confirm what we were wondering about with the prior case. Hunter just leaves computers around. Why does he do that? I don't know. Nobody knows, but he does. Drug addicts are going to be drug addicts, I guess. Twitter has uh, backed off of its uh, lockout on the New York Post um, account. So remember that simply reporting on all that stuff had the New York Post locked out for weeks, ever since October 14th or 15th. Twitter was originally citing its policy on hacked materials, even though there's no evidence that any of the materials were hacked. But Jack Dorsey appeared uh, with other uh, big tech leaders before Congress this week, and he said that they've since changed their policy on the article, which was a lie. Uh, Will Jack Dorsey face perjury charges? Probably not. But he was saying, you can go post that article to your heart's desire, and people are saying, no, you can't. You try to post that article, and it's still blocked. Anyway, um, he, he said before Congress that the New York Post could simply delete their their offending tweet, their original post of that article. And then Twitter would reinstate their account and they could tweet away. Well, the New York post never did that presumably on principle. Finally on Friday, Jack backed down and he said Twitter's prior policy was against retroactively enforcing prior retroactively overturning prior enforcement. That's sort of weird to think about that phrasing, but he's saying if you were banned and they later determined that the reasons why you were banned were wrong, they're not going to retroactively change it. You still have to comply with their stupid rule of deleting the offending tweet. They changed that to say, okay, we'll just restore your account, which is the sensible thing to do. But it took them what? Almost two and a half or three weeks or something to do that. Yikes. For news reporting. To date, nobody has uh, claimed that there's anything fraudulent about the Hunter Biden laptop or emails, just that uh, they might have been obtained through unethical means or something like that. But nobody's disputed the actual content. 
mentioned Kyle Rittenhouse uh, news. Well, Kyle Rittenhouse has been detained in his home state of Illinois since the incident uh, at the Kenosha riots in August. On Friday, an Illinois judge ordered him extradited to Wisconsin to stand trial on the homicide, homicide charges he faces. The defense team opposed this move and says they were not given the required opportunity to appeal. They were arguing for Kyle's release, not just his extradition, but outright release. Judge Paul Novak denied Rittenhouse's request for release and ruled that his claims of self-defense must be raised uh, raised in a Wisconsin court. Um, and I don't see any additional court or trial dates reported. For now, it appears Kyle is headed back to Wisconsin, though, away from his home state of Illinois. Yikes, the poor kid. In a yeah, and there was other reporting reporting this week that oh, Kyle Rittenhouse cried and Kyle Rittenhouse was scared and Kyle Rittenhouse is a giant pussy or something. They just Wouldn't try to smear scared? his name. Jeez. Well, yeah, if I was in that situation again, I I will say that have if unless there's some evidence we have missed or some context we have missed, he only fired as a last possible resort and he did it with remarkable discipline. He did not hit or endanger anyone who was not actively attacking him. Yeah. Imminently. And uh, to handle himself as with the discipline that he did and to submit himself to police afterwards. I don't know what you want the kid to do other than get his face stomped in. That was the only thing he was unwilling to do. You're not going to stomp my face. So screwed. I don't know what's going to happen here. It's definitely going to be a trial to watch that and the George Floyd, uh, well, the Derek Chauvin and company trial are going to be real riot. When bait. is that happening? I think that's not till March. So we have a little bit of time. You have some time to buy some preps <laughs> uh, in a twist in the Brianna Taylor case. Her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, he's the guy who shot the, the police officer, Jonathan Mattingly, uh, upon the raid of their apartment back in March. That police officer, John, Jonathan Mattingly, is now suing Breonna Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, for shooting him. The lawsuit says Mattingly experienced severe trauma, emotional anguish, and emotional distress. Now, recall Walker was initially arrested and charged with attempted murder for yeah. that shot, but the charges were later dropped. I've not really heard an explanation for that. People, some people say Kentucky's castle doctrine. Some people say uh, because it was just a, a bone for the mob. You be the judge. But Walker is also suing the Louisville Police Department. He's seeking immunity because of the state's stand-your-ground law and the state's castle doctrine. His lawyer says the same law, those laws protect Kenneth from both civil liability and criminal charges, civil liability in this case. So we'll see how that goes. Meanwhile, last quick story, uh, Jonathan Yaniv, Yaniv, whatever, whatever this creature is, is back. What are the what are the details here? So he filed a human rights complaint against Toronto's Canada Galaxy pageants, alleging it's in violation of the Ontario Human Rights Code. So I guess in May 2019, it seems like he's just grievance shopping. Yeah, just just going after all sorts of frivolous lawsuits and seeing what he can do. Um, he, do we have his picture up right now? I, I do the one in the New York post at least. Yeah. It, it, I mean, in the article it says whose biological sex is male as though that's in dispute <laughs> or something. Um, <laughs> Applied to be a contestant in this pageant's 28 years and older division. I don't know why that's a thing, Um, but did not disclose that he was transgender and had yet to complete gender reassignment surgery. And also, I'm fairly certain he hasn't even done any hormones. I don't think he's cross-dressing, right? Basically. He was tentatively accepted to the pageant, but the business had a formal policy stating only genetic females or 
transgender women who had fully transitioned were allowed to be contestants. Um, and then when they told him about that policy, he filed a complaint alleging the pageant company um, engaged in discrimination based on gender identity, gender expression, and sex. And he's seeking $10,000 in damages for injury to dignity and feelings. And <laughs> injury once, to feelings? Injury to feelings. That's yeah. actually a, that's a statutory definition, my God. I, it says injury to dignity and feelings. Yeah. Um, I guess so. Um, and he wants the tribunal to rule that organizations cannot refuse service to someone based on their genitals. I mean, for selfish purposes, I really want him to compete in this. I agree. Yeah. I want to see those weird balls hanging out of some bikini bottom. Absolutely. I I think they should call the bluff and say, all right, you're in, you're in, go for it. We're going to live stream it too. Everyone wants to see. Everyone does (laughs) want to see this. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I kind of still think that this dude is trolling. Uh, well, if if he is trolling and there's plenty of reason to believe he's insincere, he's playing a very dangerous game with his trolling. He had the, Loosely pedophilic stuff with the swimming party where parents weren't allowed, but minors uh, had optional clothing. He also had that attack on that uh, rebel news reporter outside of a courthouse. I think those were two separate ones because he like, I don't, I don't even know. There were multiple, I think, but he's, he's gotten physically aggressive with people in a way that should be prosecutable as assault. So if it is trolling, it's, it's, uh, Legally delicate commitment to the bit for sure. I, I can't believe we were talking before before live with all the frivolous lawsuits that pop up. Can someone just can you just take away someone's right to file? Can you just be banned from filing lawsuits? Is that a thing? No, I, I don't think you can. Uh, I mean, what if later he comes up with some kind of legitimate grievance? Yeah, I know. Uh, it should be, be like screwed. a should be like a three strikes policy. You get three you. bullshit ones yeah. and then you're out. I don't care Wax what happens my balls. to you. Now ignore my balls while I am in this pageant. That's interesting. Yeah. You must coddle my balls. Now you must uh, avoid them or ignore mm-hmm. them. Interesting observation. Okay. Well, let's hop right into it. Cause of course we are uh, just a couple days away from the big day. And, uh, uh, Oh, by the way, I am going to vote. Ugh, oh yeah. What's your final decision? I mean, I'll do, I'll vote for whatever my husband does the same ticket as my husband i'd actually consider voting for kanye because i i do like that first of all it doesn't matter who i vote for president because i live in idaho it's going to go to trump but i understand the callers on wednesday that are like yeah but every vote matters because it's it's less likely that they're able to uh carry on this he won the popular vote thing which they are totally gonna do so i guess i'm gonna vote for trump um but, you know, Kanye West, people want to act like he's crazy. He is the most pro-life and Christian candidate. Hmm. I like a lot of stuff about his platform. That being said, uh, if he were president, it would be a disaster. And Kim Kardashian would be the first lady. <laughs> the so other, I'll vote Trump, start Republican ticket, I suppose. The other thing I'll say to the callers, if people uh, didn't hear, we had a lot of callers. Blondet was saying she was considering not voting on Wednesday. So we were talking to a lot of callers about this. The other thing that a caller correctly raised that I want to acknowledge is that a lot of states have signed on to this interstate compact to deliver their uh, electoral votes to the winner of the popular vote. A lot of them have passed state laws. And if Trump happened to win the popular vote, suddenly states like California may be in position to follow their state laws and send their electoral votes to Trump. Now, if that actually happened, I highly doubt that these states would, in fact, 
follow through on that and deliver their electors to Trump, I think they'd pass some emergency law and they'd wiggle out of it. Still, the wiggle would be hilarious. And to watch them explain why suddenly they don't care about the popular vote, that is I think that is worth a vote to the to the caller's points. Yeah. In addition to, you know, preserving our republic, all that stuff. But, yeah. And then I was talking yeah. to my husband about it today and he's like, you know, if only only women that are like you would ever consider not voting because they don't think women should vote. So then the only women voting would be these like retarded leftists. And I'm like, that's the, the Whitmers. Yeah. The, that's the, true. The real authoritarians. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I have to keep voting, even though I don't think women have any business voting. We all got to compromise on like this. <laughs> Well, a lot of states allow open carry at their polling places. I don't know about Idaho, but if any state would, I would think Idaho would. And that's oh, not even. I forgot about the gun. The, oh, I, I thought you were talking about the gun, and that's not even no, open just carry. In drag. Just like don't take off the orange tip, or you're, you'll end up. Uh, that was a that was the problem with what what shooting was that? There was a kid who took the orange tip off of his gun and was oh, shot it was a by police. Twelve year old black kid, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I forget the name. The name is escaping me, but I'm sure the chat can tell me. I'm like Trayvon Martin. No, no, no. Rice, something Tamir rice. rice. Isn't wasn't exactly. it the Tamir Rice case? Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, let's uh, let's hop into the uh, election predictions here. Oh, I got a wide video, out a bit by the way. Oh, thanks. Um, I've been looking at the electoral map for, you know, a few days and trying to trying to figure out how this is going to break down. And uh, as I mentioned in that video, uh, this, I think the starting point to talk about how this will go is to look at the state of polling as is. So I'm referencing real clear politics, state polling aggregations, and just assuming that the aggregated polling in every state is correct. And if you do that, <laughs> you, you end up with a, that's not my prediction. It's just, uh, no, it's, I just can't believe that anybody at this point is like, uh, but what about the polls? It's like 2016 didn't even happen. It, if it happened, it would be a 357 Biden blowout of Trump. Now, 357 to 181. And that would be a wider margin than 2016. Obviously, the improb, the most improbable states on this map to me, Arizona, Georgia. I don't think realistically that uh, that Biden is going to take North Carolina, Pennsylvania, a sweep of Wisconsin and Michigan. He might take some of them, but a sweep of all of them, highly unlikely. So you, I, then I start bumping Trump's numbers. So every poll roughly has uh, 3% margin of error. Let's start there. Let's assume that Trump just benefits from the margin of error in the poll alone. If that's the case, all of a sudden it's a much closer race. Uh, Biden still wins 279 to 259. We're very, very close. Just doing that, just margin of error in Trump's favor, that flips Arizona, um, Florida, North Carolina, Iowa, Georgia, and Maine's uh, second district. Okay, so let's assume plus four bump for Trump in the state polling aggregations. Well, that's what does it. That that flips Pennsylvania, and that would be the difference in that case. That would get Trump to a 279-259 win. And if the state polling is off by five points, that breaks the whole thing wide open. Trump would flip Minnesota and Nevada at that point, and it would be a uh, 295-243 win. So that moves into um, my official prediction. This is my map. And I'm assuming that at least the polling margin of error uh, breaks more in Trump's favor than it does Biden's. And I think that Trump is going to be particularly strong in the riot states of Minnesota and Pennsylvania. Minnesota is my biggest reach on this map. This would be the biggest surprise if he flipped Minnesota. That said, Minnesota is polling closer than Wisconsin and Michigan. 
And I think given all of the uh, passive aggressive Midwesterners who would never say an unkind thing, but watched their cities burn over the last few months, they might not say anything publicly, but I think they're going to say something on their ballots. That is my prediction. That's closer than last time where Trump had 306 electoral votes, but it's still fairly comfortable. And the reasons I, I am going with this map, uh, first of all, the 2016 deja vu is really striking. I went through all of this yeah. in my last video, but there's a lot of similarities to 2016. So you have the polling in general predicting a similar result, the lack of enthusiasm and the lack of effort from the Democratic candidate, the laziness of the Democrats campaign, the late breaking laptop scandal. The other piece of deja vu I didn't discuss mm-hmm. in that video is um, Michael Moore has called it again, or is at least warning of Trump's win. He did this exact same thing in 2016. And he's out saying again this week, don't believe the polls. Trump could definitely win. Don't believe these polls, first of all. And second of all, the Trump vote is always being undercounted. Pollsters, when they actually call a real Trump voter, the Trump voter is very suspicious of the deep state calling them and asking them who they're voting for. It is not an accurate count. I think the safe thing to do, this is not scientific, I'm just saying from my experience of being a Michigander, whatever they're saying the Biden lead is, cut it in half right now in your head. Okay. Damn. I think that's going to have particularly strong effect in states like Minnesota and Pennsylvania. And I will also say that my map is fairly conservative. And I don't mean politically conservative. I mean conservative in its expectations notice my map grants wisconsin and michigan to biden which certainly is no guarantee recall trump pulled those states off in upset fashion last time around and i think that the effect that michael moore is describing could be just as strong in kenosha as well the effect that i'm describing also just watching your cities burn and uh it being expected to stay quiet for it but having your only outlet be the ballot itself the only other prediction i have uh is that we're not going to know. <laughs> we're not going to know the yeah. outcome for several weeks. How uh, long do you think? My guess is nine days. I made a bet with a friend who is convinced it's going to be a decisive Biden victory. Uh, <laughs> we didn't bet on who wins, but we did bet on the time. It will be in which it'll be decided. My bet was two weeks. That was the uh, over under. And I took the over. I, I think it's gonna be longer than two weeks. So, and the reason I say that is you have, Record voter turnout driven by mail-in voting, obviously. You have an untested system in that that's ripe for fraud. And we don't have to speculate about there being lawsuits. There have already been tons and tons and tons of lawsuits. Record numbers, 320 lawsuits filed in the primaries across 45 states, basically all of them. Remember, looking back to the 2000 election, that wasn't called until the Supreme Court decided, decided it on December 12th. And that was due to problems in one state. Yeah. which was Florida. Now, what happens if there are 10 Floridas? Yeah, and, uh, which there definitely will be. I think there will be. I think you're going to have several problem states and the results will be unclear and contested for weeks. It is my prediction that this election will be decided in court rather than by simple traditional media members calling it the night of the election. Oh, yeah, I agree. With, uh, let's hop over to your map as well. So I did this and then I realized it was identical to the 2016 map. Um, I mean, that's the only thing that really makes sense to me right now. And so afterwards I was like, well, maybe just for good measure, let's give him Minnesota. I don't really think that's going to happen. I don't think he's going to, he's going to take Minnesota. How serious are you about that? Uh, I, well, I'm serious because I want to say that I called it. (laughs) 
<laughs> but if you yeah. actually asked me to bet or put a percentage on it, I would say that I'm, a, let's say a third, 33% confident he takes Minnesota. I wouldn't say yeah. more likely than not, but definitely realistic shot. Yeah, yeah. So that would bring him down to 306 if he doesn't um if he doesn't take Minnesota. So so basically we have the 2016 election on our hands. That's really how I feel. And everybody's referring to the polls. It's like why why on earth would you tell the truth to a pollster? <laughs> if you're on the right, why would you do that? We're lying. We talk about it all the time. We constantly lie to pollsters. I we say whenever I get texts about them or you get texts for stuff, you're sending me screenshots of what you're telling these people, which is to have terrible things happen to them and yeah. Like, I, don't you say I, get AIDS? Like I do say get AIDS, AIDS when uh, someone tries to sell me health insurance or asks for my opinion on a poll in a text. Yeah, I do. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, they're confess. also oversampling uh, Democrats, which they always do, especially in places like Georgia. Like I'm supposed to believe that Biden's going to take Georgia. Okay. Let's talk for a second about Stacey Abrams, everybody. In the yeah, the real winner. The, she won by half a percent, too, if you uh, yeah. count all the votes that didn't happen that she says yeah, I'm sure. she's entitled uh, to. I just, you know, I can't possibly believe this. So we're also seeing that Trump, people that give donations to Trump, they're being doxxed. So why would you think that uh, giving your information to a pollster is not going to result in some kind of cancel culture phenomenon where you lose your job or whatever? People are clearly suspicious and they're clearly going to lie. Not just because of that. There, there are a few reasons. So there's the fear of being made public and cancel culture. And then there's the fear that it really only exists on the right of reducing enthusiasm for Republicans. Or hmm. giving them a false sense of security. I don't think that the left is particularly concerned about that. And conversely, the right wants to mobilize Republicans in the same way we did in 2016 by letting Dems think that they have it in the bag. It's exactly the same thing. We're watching exactly the same thing play out and everyone's acting like it's fucking different. It's, it's so incredibly retarded. Um, and then the other thing is that people on the right just have a better sense of humor. And it's just really fun to mess with pollsters. Just For sure. super fun. Everyone loves to do it. So I think that we're going to end up in a situation where he's like 306 to 310. And then it's going to be about two weeks of delay while they do a variety of, of things. And then it'll be declared in the courts. When I was putting together my map, there is a realistic situation when you get a tie. And that's if you take my map and you have Trump lose Pennsylvania, but take Minnesota, which I wouldn't say is likely, but certainly possible. Not think- after this Philly stuff. I doubt it. It, it would be a strange occurrence, but it's not outside plausible reality. And if that happened, you end up with an exact 269-269 tie. Now, what happens if the candidates tie in the Electoral College? Well, uh, the, the House then picks a president, but it's not actually by a simple vote. So actually, each state delegation gets one vote. And in this scenario... Trump would win because he'd carry 27 states, but it's also theoretically possible where there's a 269-269 tie and it's 25 states to 25 states. That is a extreme unlikelihood, but that that possibility does exist. And I don't know that there's a, a fallback. I don't know there's a tiebreaker for that situation. I guess the court would flip a coin or I don't know what they would do in such a scenario. God, this is going to be so crazy. That's probably not going to happen, though. Amy no, Coney but, Barrett but just takes gonna... her laser eyes and destroys everyone. And that's, yeah, really, it, yeah. but they're going to be straight up riots. That's, I think regardless, I mean, the plans are already in place and the board, as we'll talk about in a minute, the boards are already up. So everyone's just going to say, well, you know, we went to all the effort of, uh, shuttering our shops and you guys went through all the effort of planning uh, overthrow of the government. Let, let's, I know the facts didn't work out, but when have they ever let the facts, uh, stand in the way, they'll probably give it a go regardless. 
We did the uh, we were looking at the Senate uh, breakdown as well. If you're interested in what we expect for Congress. Um, so the current balance of power in the Senate is 43 or 53, 47. Looking at the map, Republicans have a lot of states to defend, but the polling is looking pretty good as is, even without factoring that shy Trump vote, which I believe in. It sounds like you believe in mm-hmm. uh, it's so it stands to reason that there, if there are shy Trump voters, they're probably filling out their ballots for conservative or Republican candidates. You don't even have to factor that in, though. The polling is looking about dead even, even slight Republican edge in a lot of these states. So my prediction is Republicans hold Montana. I'm very confident about that. I think they'll hold Arizona, uh, McSally against uh, Mark Kelly. Uh, I think they hold Iowa. Joni Ernst's polling is, is looking pretty good. I think they hold both Georgia elections. I think they hold South Carolina, and I think they hold North Carolina. I do think Democrats will hold on to Minnesota, and I think they'll hold on to Michigan, but that the Republican yeah. candidate in Michigan is polling pretty well, too. So, so the only major shakeup that would basically leave the status quo as Susan is the, Collins, yeah. yeah, so that would leave Susan Collins losing in Maine. Now she's not polling particularly well, but she, I don't think anybody likes Susan Collins. Democrats would never have liked her. I don't think she's polling well in particular because she bitched out on Amy Coney Barrett. So conservatives and Republicans or otherwise uh, more right wing people are like, well, why would I support this lady? I mean, she doesn't, yeah. she doesn't stand up for anything. She just licks her finger and try to, tries to judge the wind exactly yeah i think uh susan collins is out and so that leaves republicans losing just that one seat and that would be a 52 48 majority that is my that is my forecast and it sounded like you generally agreed with that yeah yep and we didn't have time to take a look at like a district by district house breakdown but i'll i'll give you a gut level uh forecast democrats probably lose some seats in my best judgment but i think they're going to retain the majority mm-hmm. um so current polling shows Democrats with a confident 210 seats, according to Real Clear Politics uh, aggregated polling here. Republicans have a confident 182, but that leaves so that leaves 43 toss-ups, and Democrats uh, would only have to win eight of those to hold the majority. I think it's a pretty safe bet that they win eight out of 43 toss-ups. I'd be surprised if they couldn't pull a quarter of less than a quarter. Yeah, I'm less so, worried about this. Obviously, you probably still have Speaker Pelosi. After all of this. Yeah. Anyway, that was uh, that's that's what we're looking at for the forthcoming election. Both candidates and uh, all the candidates for Congress are obviously out on the campaign trail trying to influence those results. And it turned out to be a weekend of rallies and Biden gaffes and trolling and memes and alleged criminality. If uh, the allegations about the Texas interstate are correct, um, but it, but really what was notable was Biden going even more haywire than usual, or maybe this is just the usual. Uh, he was on stage in Luzerne County, Pennsylvania on Tuesday, and he yelled out just some absolute complete gibberish. Here he is. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true and international effort to pressure. I mean... <laughs> I don't even know what he meant to say. Something under pressure? True international pressure, maybe? True. Mobilize. True international effort to pressure. <laughs> now, this uh, this gave way to a lot of great memes, obviously. I, t- I just picked a couple. But if you're a person who needs a um, a sign language translation, we can help you out with that. They're always very good. Here's one. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize. True international effort to pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let me get this one. This was um, 
This is Biden doing his best uh, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious rendition. Under pressure. The biggest one you ever heard, and this is how it goes. Oh, you're the last ever to be pretty close not bad at his age not bad so there was that um there was actually another one uh that was the one that was making the, the most uh waves this weekend but there's another one uh from yesterday he was campaigning in michigan with obama yesterday and he said another one that's that's just as silly. Here you go. Donald Trump thinks health care is a privilege. Barack and I think it's a right for people to have bad health care. <laughs> people to have bad health care? Or what does health he say? Oh, let's, one more time. For people to have bad health care. <laughs> he, just, he just stares off into the distance. Doesn't even try to correct it. Was he trying to say medical care? Right for people to have medical care, maybe that's it. Yeah. For people Did he just have a stroke? <laughs> then, then he uh, he goes to St. Paul. Oh, adequate health care. Oh, adequate health care. Adequate health care is that the one? Oh, uh, that's me, what they're saying in the let's live try chat. This. That might be correct. Thank you for being our Biden translator. For people to have bad health care. Uh, bad equit health care. Health care. <laughs> maybe that that sounds close. I think that's pretty close. Got some good guesses. Bad mitten care, Biden health care, bad and Fraga. Yeah. Oh, that's that's right. very sensible. Oh, that sounds right. This is bad. This is bad. I I still I still kind of feel for him. Yeah. Well, uh, he was mean to Trump supporters. He had some mean things to say. He he um, they were kind of heavily trolled all over the place. Biden and Biden supporters generally. Um, much of it was by car, as we'll get to in a minute. But in Minnesota, Attorney General Keith Ellison limited Trump's rally. It was in Rochester, Minnesota. He said only 250 people can attend. So a lot of the people who were going to that rally, apparently there's a big overflow at the rally itself. But a lot of people decided to stick around in the Twin Cities in St. Paul and just mm-hmm. troll Joe Biden instead because Joe Biden had a, a rally at about the same time. So I'm told by uh, some listeners in the audience who were there, there were at this St. Paul rally, there were roughly... Uh, there were a few hundred Trump supporters there to heckle and have a fun time. And there were maybe 50 Biden supporters mm. and Trump supporters were heckling outside of this event. And you can hear them honking car horns and air horns. And Joe Biden called them ugly folks. This isn't a political statement like those ugly folks over there beeping the horns. This is a patriotic duty for God's sake. Just the way he delivers these lines, expecting them to land. And it's just people trolling with car uh, horns, you know, across the street or something honking. That's all you can see or uh, hear. Rather. Battered fish healthcare. Whoever said that in the live chat oh, wins. That's a good one. Battered beer battered. Man. Beer battered fish beer is battered very good. Like yeah, I like that. Now, man, it's obviously it's not scientific, but the differential in the crowd sizes over the last I mean, ever, but really over the last week or so. Uh, take note of this. This is uh, Trump's crowd in Butler, Pennsylvania. Trump also 
brought in a literal fracking well and put that up on display. If you watch these Trump rallies, he has these big giant screens now and he just he goes to these crucial uh, parts of Pennsylvania. He puts up big oil and gas workers for Trump signs and he just plays clips of Joe Biden talking about banning fracking and moving on from the oil industry. He he hardly even has to speak himself. Joe Biden has provided all the uh, testimony for him. Now, compare that uh, to to uh, Joe Biden and his event in Warm Springs, Georgia. This was uh, earlier in the week. Socially distanced in their special circles. Is this for real? (laughs) He momentarily sprints and they cheer him. (laughs) okay what is this world that looks like it's doctored it is not obviously biden the the campaign line is that biden takes coronavirus very seriously and so they won't have big events that's very convenient um but of course um and of course just because you don't go to a biden event doesn't mean you won't vote for him Uh, this isn't as i said this isn't scientific you can't draw that many conclusions for it i think the one conclusion or from it rather i think the one conclusion you can draw is that nobody is out there for biden there are lots of people who would never go to a biden event but would vote for him based purely out of trump hatred in fact that's probably 95 plus percent of his voting base just goes to show this is a political movement built entirely on hatred for a particular candidate and the supporters of that candidate. This guy is a placeholder. He's even described himself as much. Yeah. I'm a placeholder for Pete Buttigieg or whoever comes after me. He's oh. a Trojan horse. Got to be aware of that. That brings us to the caravans that were the talk of the, Oh, Biden did have one joke. I should say he, he tweeted out one of his crowds, uh, over the weekend, he said, who let all these people into my basement? All right. That's a crowd of like a few hundred people. <laughs> that was good. Right. And that was a kind of a good joke. I have to give credit where due. That's not bad. But we had all these Trump caravans over the weekend. And this one in Arizona on Twitter, they're claiming it to be 96 miles long. I don't know what they mean by that. Maybe they traveled 96 miles. I certainly don't think the caravan is 96 miles long, but it's very long. You can uh, let me see if I can get the, some video here. You can see these cars just go on forever. Um, and you can also see this one on the interstate in Texas for how many cars were participating in these Trump caravans. No wonder there's so much traffic. Use the left lane to take the I-35 North ramp, then merge onto I-35 North. I've seen some claims that these uh, Trump caravans were intentionally blocking traffic. I don't know if that's the case in certain areas or how true that claim is. I've not seen a lot of evidence for that. In some cases, I've seen police as it says police had to uh, police stopped the Trump caravans and that led to traffic blockages as far as intentional blockades on traffic. Uh, I'm not seeing a bunch of that. If if there is evidence of that, obviously that's not a good thing. I'm not in favor of Trump people blocking traffic any more than I'm in oh, favor of what? Black Ever. Lives I mean, Matter doing it. But yeah, but they they wouldn't care uh, if they were Black Lives Matter or anything like that. If you're not black and linking arms, it's it's like the worst possible thing you could do. Block. <laughs> yeah. Well, the as we'll get to we'll get to this story in a moment, but it's breaking in. It, as we go live or a couple hours ago, the FBI is now investigating the alleged harassment of the Biden campaign bus. 
by Trump supporters. So we'll get to these, these claims in a moment. But now there's a federal investigation into this potentially criminal, I suppose. The this is all in relation to the this caravan in Texas. And this caravan in Texas was following around the Biden-Harris bus between San Antonio and Austin on I-35. I think Kamala Harris was campaigning or whatever they were doing. And this, it was just a whole bunch of cars, dozens and dozens of cars with Trump flags. One of them was an actual, uh, it was the Clinton Foundation hearse offering Clinton suicide services. This is just some A-plus trolling, whoever was doing this. Here's some footage. So we got the Biden-Harris bus being followed by Trump supporters, and that is being followed by the Clinton Foundation Suicide Limo Service, 1-800-HANG-YOURSELF, official <laughs> Democrat cemetery vote collector. And apparently behind us, a whole line of Trump supporters with flags on the back of their vehicles. Good. That's A-plus work. Now, this is one claim that is central to a lot of the claims on Twitter and elsewhere. And I guess what the FBI is investigating that this caravan was, I guess, uh, harassing or intimidating or otherwise interfering with this bus. So one viral tweet said uh, today, Donald Trump supporters followed the Biden bus throughout central Texas to intimidate Biden supporters. They ran into a person's car yelling curse words and threats don't let the bullies win vote now there are a lot of different angles of footage on this car and what exactly happened so i'm not clear on what happened before what and the sequence of events but there is available footage to suggest that this white car that seemed damaged here that they're complaining about was in fact aggressive itself and was moving into some of the trucks lanes and hitting them here's some footage you be the judge I'm about to run out of gas, which I'm sure some of you would love. <laughs> Shit, look at that. <gasps> this car is trying to get in. That's the car that's with the bus. California plates. Y'all saw that here, right? I videotaped it. This stupid car swerved into that truck. I'm not sure what the connection of that car is to the bus, but she's speculating that it has one. Now, at certain points here, let's let's find the spot again. You can see this car is clearly over the over the line in the truck's lane right about there. But did it make contact? Yeah, it did because it's got damage. You can see on Twitter it's got damage all on its. uh, Oh, yeah, it made contact right there. Yeah. Yeah. Let me uh, open up the image here. It's got all sorts of damage on its uh, its right side. From that now, I've seen other angles and I'm and I'm just not clear on how the timing lines up. So it's possible that there was some aggression initiated against this white car. I don't know definitively, but it does look to me like this white car was engaging in its own unnecessary aggressive behavior. So I'm a little skeptical of this MAGA attack claim. That said, right. the I, I, as this news was breaking before we went live, as I mentioned, the FBI is investigating these events. And what they're saying is that. Uh, it's accusations that the Trump caravan harassed and totally blockaded the bus. I've not seen a lot of footage of this, but they're saying that it, it totally blockaded it and slowed down the bus to 20 miles per hour on the interstate. Uh, if that is the case, if they're actually interfering with the bus's travel and trying to block it or stop it physically, obviously that's not a good thing and that shouldn't be happening. If it's merely driving around with Trump flags and having a fun time, that's called hilarious and a protest. But 
whatever happened, campaign staff apparently called 911 from the Biden bus and local law enforcement assisted the bus to its destination. How justified was that 911 call? You be the judge. I've not seen a lot of definitive footage just yet, but in any case, that's what's going on. Um, and the other thing, uh, in the, in the spirit of trolling and memes, the Trump campaign released one of the best ever campaign ads, at least in my judgment, this was, uh, released by the campaign this week. That is the sort of memory and trollery and energy that the Biden campaign just can't match. <laughs> give give that intern a raise or whoever made that. It's hard to believe that's even real. It's it's fantastic. It's the best stuff I've ever seen from a political campaign perspective. The Bidening was pretty good too. Oh, that was the Halloween one with the uh, him sniffing people. Yeah. Yeah, there was a zombie one this week too. There've been a lot of good ones. Whoever's doing the I don't know, I assume they're just web ads, they're not TV ads, but whoever's doing those Great job. Definitely deserves a raise. Meanwhile, Biden just Biden can't match the crowds. He can't match the energy. He can't match the the trolling <laughs> of the caravans or the memory of these ads. I don't care what the polling says. He He's just he's just outmanned in those uh, metrics. Oh, yeah. And Biden and the Democrats seemingly have no answer. They're still trotting out their absolute worst advocates. So as you heard in the intro, Hillary Clinton is back momentarily. She was on Kara Swisher's podcast and she comes back just to remind everyone that the 2016 election was stolen from her somehow. And she can't imagine Trump winning again this time. There's an air of illegitimacy that surrounds Trump's presidency and that just infuriates them. It makes them crazy. So they have to keep striking out at me because why you why well, there's because lots of, i was the candidate that they basically stole an election from i mean i can't entertain the idea of him winning so let's you know let's just preface it by that you can't no i think it, it would cause cognitive dissonance of a grave degree why is that oh because it makes me literally sick to my stomach to think that we'd have four more years of this abuse she also added that she was born to stop coronavirus and would have saved us all if only we had properly elected her. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I love that she always acts like um, that everyone, including Trump, is obsessing over her all the time. Nobody cares Nobody's about you. Nobody's talking like, about you. God. The only time we do is when you come back. Yeah. And you make yourself the the center again. She accuses everyone. She accuses Trump or everyone else of making her the center of every conversation. She's never the center of any conversation unless she reappears to make herself that. And given the criminal allegations against her, it'd be best to lay low and go away and enjoy being a grandma. Yeah. That would be Lost fantastic. Your opportunity. It's just incredible to hear her still talking. Doesn't the left want to shut her up? I would Hillary, think so. Shut up, Hillary. The other person they apparently have no intent to shut up is Amy Schumer. Oh, God. So Joe actually deployed that. Now, that's just Kara Swisher's podcast. That's not Joe Biden's campaign. So 
it's it's not the it's not the judgment of Joe Biden or his uh, staff. This is though. Joe's campaign actually deployed Amy Schumer to campaign for him at a North Carolina rally with Jill Biden. And it was even less funny than her Netflix specials and her stupid movies. I'm going to use every hour I have left to make sure that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris become the next president and vice president of the United States of America. It's Halloween. And you know, every day is Halloween for Donald Trump, just based on bronzer alone. That's just a joke about how much makeup Trump wears because it's a lot. It's a it's abnormal. It's <laughs> a thick orange, almost mud mask. I want to say with like a pumpkin spice like powder on top. I'm not insulting him. His face always makes me think of the fall and crave a latte. Got him. <laughs> oh God. You know the hallmark of an excellent joke is having to explain it to your audience. <laughs> if you guys are unfamiliar. Uh, he wears a lot of makeup and it's orange in pigmentation. Yeah. Trump is bad in orange. We get it. That's your entire campaign platform. I understand. Yeah. And, uh, they had the whole car honking bit too. Cause I guess they're doing drive-in campaigns. Very interesting. Joe Biden wants to end oil, but has these drive-in campaigns. Seems awfully wasteful. Why aren't they all, all taking green, uh, public transit to get to these yeah, Joe Biden really. events? It's rich. Anyway, our last note on the election coming up, uh, cities and businesses are preparing for the riots. Uh, Washington, D.C. has started boarding up storefronts in preparation for the post-election rioting. L.A. is also significantly boarded up, uh, apparently, especially in Beverly Hills and Santa Monica. After the looting in Philadelphia, there was a news reporting the Walmart took the in Philadelphia, the West Philadelphia took the brunt of that. But if you look at some of the news reporting of the site after the rioters had all left, there were just, there was ammunition everywhere. People were just grabbing boxes of ammo and it was falling out on their way out. You had unspent ammunition all over the ground on the exit of the Walmart. So Walmart is now taking its guns and ammo off the store, the sales floor and putting them in back presumably locking them up. I don't know what they're doing, but they're taking them off the, the sales floor because they worry that there'll be a danger in, uh, in times of civil unrest. You can still buy them, by the way. People are going at, at, at Walmart for denying Americans the ability to uh, defend themselves in a dangerous time. You can still buy guns and ammo at Walmart. They're just taking it off the floor. You have to inquire inside if you're interested in purchasing such things. Oh the, my God, this is going to be so bad. It's going to be so bad. What are we going to, we going to be reporting next week? Well, uh, probably nothing. Yeah, we'll be we'll be long dead by then. Yeah, probably. Well, no, no. I mean, we're just not going to know anything definitive. I don't think. Oh, we'll definitely know stuff about the rioting, but the election. To your point, yeah, we probably won't. The uh, the D.C. Police Department apparently has purchased a hundred thousand dollars worth of tear gas just for post-election time here. They've canceled all time off for officers. Same goes with Chicago and Boston. All police officers in Austin, Texas have to be on call. Denver has established an entire police command center for post-election riots. And um, the head of the Las Vegas Police Department's Homeland Security Division says he expects a lack of decisive results to make the situation worse. He says, quote, we just don't know how long this is going to take or what it is going to look like once it's over. And no matter who wins, somebody's not going to be happy. There are numerous stated plans by groups like Shutdown DC to cause mass chaos if Trump wins. And that's what's publicly known. I would assume there's a lot more uh, behind the scenes plans that we don't even know about. 
And uh, I just a great time to remember that free and fair elections are allegedly a priority of the left uh, so long as they win them. If Trump wins, just take note. You'll see very clearly what matters more, free and fair elections or getting their way and holding power. And as we've been saying for many months, uh, be prepared to defend yourself and your property. They will be forcing their way onto thousands of people in all likelihood. So I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know the scale, but... Uh, Fair speculation that uh, some people are going to be attacked this week wrongfully. So just be prepared for that sort of thing. God. So disheartening. <laughs> what are yeah. we going to do? Well, at least we well, don't live in cities. I don't live in Seattle, I mean. I'm going to hope for the best, uh, as as we've said the whole time. I hope for the best, prepare for the worst. So be well stocked, have a plan, and then turn on the stream. And I hope it turns out just like 2016 did. Watching the streams on election night on 2016, some of the most fun I've had, not just in my political life, in my entertainment life, period. It was hilarious. I'll never forget it. Fantastic entertainment. I hope for the same thing this time, obviously. Okay, let me check on the baby. I think we can just do a, you want to do a little break here? Yeah, we are definitely due for a break. Okay. Let me uh, open up the old treasure chest on D Live before I forget. Get that going for you guys. Thanks for hanging out on D Live. And over on D Live, um, Chubby Stubby says first vacation in six years in Vegas partying. Can't watch live tonight. Love the costumes. Oh well, I hope you enjoy Vegas. Who knows? It might be burned down by next week. So enjoy the time while you have it. Uh, Donald Trump, the real Donald Trump, I'm told. God bless America and all her magnificent people. When I win big on Tuesday, America will win big. I'm sure he's tuning into the stream tonight, for sure. Sure. And Buddy, thanks for supporting the show as well. All good over there. All right. We have Long Dog John says, there are things in life you just don't do, like answering your phone during a job interview, like staring at the dude next to you at the urinal, like smoking meth, like voting for Joe Biden. Just... (laughs) Don't do it. Fair enough. Defensively, Susan says, sadly, won't be able to tune in live. Blonde, you're a GD smoke show. Do you have any single friends? Why would you pick this show to tell me about? To tell me that, you know? Very nice of him. Great. I've got a baby now. I'm dressed as a boy. Like, it's over. over. Great username, too. Sorry, I had to rip this mask off because it's getting annoying. Um, Also, Matt and I thrice made love. That's right. He came back for more. Y'all should know. Okay. Wow, champ. I will have my parents text me if they need me. Um, Let's see. This is Michael or Michelle Martin. Michelle Martin. Yeah. I was just at the grocery store. Um, Where? Where what? Oh, per use. Per usual. Oh, okay. I was the only one. Without their blankie, I assume you mean face blankie. However, I was shopping. This one boomer looked at me, took off his mask, and nodded. One more recruit in Colorado. I know, right? It's like I tuned into the people that are not that are not doing this bullshit. I've had that happen a couple times. It's a great feeling. Oh yeah, so, I was uh, trying to buy a dress this week, and I was at some shop, and I started talking to the shop girl. We talked for like an hour about how Epstein didn't kill himself and all this <laughs> other stuff, and I was like, I could tell she's gone deep. Yeah. She asked me about QAnon and stuff, and I was like, wow. She had just moved from Los Angeles. Oh, well, like, okay. At least she's one of the cool ones then. Yeah, totally. I'm like, yeah. this, this girl, QAnon's horseshit, but this girl gets it otherwise. She'll get there. She'll get there. I don't Jeffrey know. Does. I'm I'm interested after say after um 
Savannah Guthrie tried to force Trump to disavow QAnon, and I'm thinking Trump should force her to disavow satanic pedophiles. Will Savannah Guthrie disavow satanic pedophiles? That's the key question. Never answered. Probably should. Uh, Jeffrey O'Neill. Good day, Mel Bernistan. Our government has given us the right to leave the home anytime we like. No reason required. We can even go shopping again. Wow. Feels like the government won. Wake up. Well, that's good to hear. I heard that Mel Melbin Melbin has effectively or not not effectively actually zero coronavirus cases over the span of a week or two. And so you're very if you have zero cases and they still don't open up, you know, this thing is a ruse. I'm glad to hear at least there's some semblance of normalcy returning. Who knows, though? I'm sure it's not nearly what it needs to be, but at least it's in the right direction. At this point, I'm willing to celebrate any anything that is a movement back to normal life. Yep, I agree. Um, Mr. Electron, a red pilled child was born. Shout out to my newborn daughter, Caroline. She is radiating whiteness and purity. <laughs> also, congrats on the recent wedding, Matt. Well done. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Congratulations to your family. That is very uh, exciting. Oh, did you see that wife with a purpose has had another child? I did her not. Seventh child. What happened to her? She was banned on YouTube, right? Yeah. She issued a white baby challenge. And, um, oh, is that why they got her? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, her channel wasn't that big. And I don't know if you yeah. know her, but she's like the sweetest. Just the I don't think I've ever lady. spoken to her. Oh, to she's so nice. She's like the nicest person I've ever met. Um, And so it was just so strange to me to watch her get eviscerated in the media. I'm like, just because she told people to have more white babies, that's it. Like, oh, God, the, the white baby, the scariest creature on the planet. <laughs> yes. Uh, Grim turd. Um, no message. Just congratulatory wedding gift for you and your gal. Blonde is also looking beautiful as always. Sent this before I even seen you. Well, that was a mistake. Thanks again, both wow. of you, for being here. You are welcome. Thank well, you. thank you. This and the next are from Darren. Um, you communist pigs took my super <laughs> chat money with announ- without announcing my last my chat last week. Hashtag cancel Matt and Blonde. JK, I'm assuming I was late or it was a glitch because I did it through the mobile app. Also, Trump 2020 hashtag red. Red Tide hashtag landslide hashtag mega clankers for life. If a worse silent majority clankers for life. We are, we haven't had sticks on for a good long time. The whole time he's been it's in Europe, time. I think so maybe we, it'd be cool to have him for some post election analysis. We, we definitely have to have him back, but um, I don't know what happened with the super chat. I'm sorry about that. Sometimes we just miss them too. So yeah, we yeah, do our best like late in the show and we just don't reload again or something like that. Um, Freddie saw. So what are you two wearing to the civil war next week? Um, I'm just going to be in my house with my real guns waiting it out, but everything's going to be fine here. I have two Hawaiian shirts for the bug out bag. That's it. Is that going to be enough for our camping trip? I don't know. Uh, if I, let's put it this way. If I have time to plan the fashion of this event, I, I think I'm in pretty good shape. I hope. So that said, I'm open to suggestions, open to ideas. Bill Biz, congrats to Matt on the wedding. Also, you and Blonde were right about Christine Nome. I saw her recent talk on liberty and the pandemic. Lead a, need a lot more like her. Um, yeah, but not in government. Well, I'll, yeah, I can make an exception for Christine Nome, but she's certainly an outlier. How many kids does she have? She has a few, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. I think she's got three kids. That's Something pretty good. Like that. Uh, Something like Darren, that. Darren says, best intro and costumes ever. Thank you. I was kind of worried people wouldn't get it. My parents were like, what, what, what's your, you know, they're like, you know, Halloween is yesterday. <laughs> I figured we'd get a little bit of that. It was a weird time for the, the timing lined up weird this year. We either had to go way early or the day after or the day after. Yeah. And I just thought it'd be more fun to close out the Halloween weekend with it than to be like a week ahead of time. 
That's probably true. Thank um, you, though. Um, I always, The Halloween intro is always a fun one to make. Charles No says, did you hear Tim Pool once you both on his podcast? That would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd love to do that. Um, but I also feel bad, like, taking up somebody's platform that I have dedicated so much vitriol towards. That's true. I'll have to create a super cut and say, Tim, here's all the shit she like, said. Are you sure you want? What did I say last time I was talking about him? Like, I just took a big shit in his beanie. I'm just <laughs> Yeah. I really I, have like I don't I don't know that I can go on his show now and like play nice and stuff after I've been like you fence sitting fuck like I I don't know I can do that. You did say nice things about Tim and of course I I respect and enjoy Tim but you said that uh what did, you said um Tim is he he you basically called him a fantastic gateway drug more or less. <laughs> he's a, he is he's, the marijuana of journalists. Yeah. Uh, no but it is true uh to date I don't believe that anybody in this realm has brought more normies over to conservatism than Tim Pool. He is hugely successful uh, just working on his own behalf. And I have a huge amount of respect for it, whether I agree with what people say or whether I don't. I know that it's not easy to accomplish what he's accomplished in this arena and he's done it. And I will always have respect for people that are able to do it. He seems like a nice guy too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Kevin Smith. I did hear that they were talking about us again on the podcast though shit well they're probably talking shit about us at least they 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 owe some shit talking to us we should start a a back and forth get some banter going i'd probably be all like personally offended (laughs) that's the thing is if tim said even the slightest criticism you'd be like that son of a bitch we have to take him down (laughs) i am like the queen of can dish it cannot take it yeah it's so bad that's that's how this will go uh, Kevin Smith says before the boogeyman goes asleep, he checks under the bed for Chuck Norris. Uh, Fat Hooligan says, I know I'm late to the party, but congrats, Matt, on getting married. Thanks to you and Blonde for contributing um, such professional news commentary while wearing such trolley costumes. You guys rock. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, Let's do. I don't know about professional, but we do what we can. We do what we can. Three more. Uh, far too hard. Says, hey, Matt, it looks like your bicep is healing up nicely. It is getting Ugh. like super crusty as we go. I mean, this is I don't I don't know how you're supposed to get this off. I was told I'm not going to. Well, maybe at the end of the show, I could try. Who knows? I was told you that it'll basically peel, it peel off in one clean piece. We could try that Ooh. at the very end if you want. I got uh, nothing, nothing else yeah. to preserve it for. I bought PN says happy fake Halloween to my favorite YouTube podcast duo hoping for all tricks and no all treats and no tricks mm. on Tuesday. I know. Uh, okay. We'll circle back. I will highlight Andrew as up next. So I don't lose it. Uh, actually I didn't, I didn't catch up. I didn't check in on Streamlabs. I don't want to neglect them. We'll have to do a few Streamlabs here. Let me find where we are there. Got lots of people hanging out on Streamlabs tonight. Uh, Cameron says, my prediction is the election or for the election is that there will be civil unrest regardless of the outcome. A false flag will be engineered as a way of distracting the populace. We get dragged off into another war and the... (laughs) Can I... It's it's Susan Bate. And America gets screwed again. Get your houses in order. Thank you, Cameron. Uh, uh, Sid, CID. How did you find and properly, how do you find and properly vet a white neighborhood to move to? All I can come up with is moving to West Virginia because all neighborhoods will be white. <laughs> um, it's you can correct. get demographic data online. Yeah. Was North Idaho or West Virginia, I guess, are your best options. And what you want is uh, like a, a forum of people that have left because the community lacks diversity. That's really weird. <laughs> and niche 19 
uh, says, I found out today my grandmother is dying in the hospital with oh. COVID and pre-existing COPD. I'm sorry to hear that. And also just had a heart attack. Clearly her time, but at least the lockdowns ensured she had seven more months of loneliness before getting, oh, oh man, before, before being all owed death, uh, I, I, sorry, the end of this is typed. Maybe it came through a little weird. Seven more months of loneliness before, uh, before deathbed visitation. I'm really sorry to hear that, man. And uh, obviously, all the best to your family. And I uh, hope you guys are doing as well as you can in such circumstances. But yeah, this is the sort of thing that sucks. I mean, coronavirus, regardless, it sounds like perhaps her time was coming. And to be robbed of those final months of her life. And for her to be robbed of the comfort of her family because of the belief that she could somehow be saved, that death could be postponed infinitely. Right. And we can just have the same year next year. Well, a lot of people don't don't get that. And obviously, I'm hoping the best for your grandmother. Potentially, there's a turnaround. Who knows? But for a lot of people, 2020 was going to be their last year regardless, no matter what. You took a you took a year from them that they'll never get back. And you made their death much worse, not better, much worse. I'm really sorry to hear that. I hope the best for your family, obviously. Sorry, man. No guard says uh, potential popular vote compact won't kick in for any state until at least 270 electoral votes are on the uh, are on board with it. Uh, no emergency laws needed if Trump gets more total votes. Oh, so they have some qualifiers, do they? I'll have to investigate this. I just want to see California forced to give their votes to uh, the Trump. In any case, a popular vote will still be consequential for them. So popular yeah. vote will matter. And uh, you'd like to see that have an effect. Irish Nat says putting up my Christmas tree tonight. No, you can't do that. Come on. While watching the show. You're a monster. Well, he does say this year needs a little bit more holiday cheer. My thoughts. Uh, my thoughts uh, is are the, on the election. There's a 50, 50 electoral tie for the presidency or thoughts on that 50 50 tie should be settled with a push-up contest. Love the costumes. God bless. Well, I appreciate your holiday spirit in this year, at least <laughs> would Joe Biden actually beat Trump in a push-up contest. Maybe, maybe Phil says Susan Collins is running against a dot Indian. Thank you for the clarification <laughs> who converted to Judaism in exchange uh, for her husband, not taking her name, not quite peak 2020, but it has to be close. That's, Are you uh, serious? that's a lot of boxes checked for sure. Oh, that is a terrible combination of things. <laughs> Aaron T says one of two. Uh, F-E-O, the, uh, oh, F-E-E did a YouTube video about a movie called Mr. Jones. He was a journalist who went into the USSR in the, in the 30s and reported that millions of Ukrainians had starved to death due to Stalin's policies. I like history, but I've never learned of the Holodomor. And his second message is Mr. Jones story was covered up by the New York times. I guess fake news has been around for a long time. The movie reinforces my view of small government being the best form of government. The less power the government has, the more you have and the more you have and vice versa. Yeah. I, I, I bet media did have the same biases and the same manipulation strategies in the past. We just couldn't check and it, it as much easily. easier. Yeah. yeah. Walter Durante got a Pulitzer prize for that. I recommended that movie to everybody a few months ago. It hmm. really stuck with me. It's an excellent film. No guard also says you have to compare Trump rallies to the real Biden rallies. They happen at night with lots of TV handouts. <laughs> Thank you. All right. I'll, I'll come back for the rest of these. Uh, let's get back into some stories. And I had to dig up one of the old sounders for uh, Keith Olbermann's return a few weeks yeah. ago. I had to dig up the old um, 
the old uh, terror attack of the week sounder. It's been a while. Because uh, the uh, the religion of peace is at it again, apparently. And now the nothing to do with the religion of peace terror attack of the week. So tell me what happened in France. Why am I smiling? This is it's because I haven't heard that in in so long. (laughs) Um, So three people were killed, several others injured in a knife attack in the French city of Nice in the south. This was Thursday morning. Um, it took place in and around a church. It's being investigated as a potential act of terrorism. Clearly was terrorism. There's been uh, a few arrests, I believe. Um, the first victim was a woman. She had her throat slit inside the Notre Dame church in Nice's city center. The second man fatally wounded with a knife. The third fi- victim was killed in a bar in front of the church where she had taken refuge. So the culprit was this 29-year-old Tunisian man. He was arrested yesterday and two other men, aged 63 and 25, were taken in for questioning from the same address. So it looks like they were living together. Um, they, The two men, aged 33 and 55, picked up on Saturday, and a 47-year-old has been held since Thursday. So I'm not really sure. This, this was updated like four hours before the show. Um, as far as I can tell right now, the only person that they are sure was involved was this 29-year-old. Um, so police say data from two telephones belonging to the attacker, whose name is rough i don't know how i'm gonna get through this uh hmm. brahim uwasawi is, is that i'm right? not even looking at it but that sounds right um also corroborated with cctv footage suggests that he arrived in nice late on the 27th um on a train from rome and as well as the large knife awusawi awusawi allegedly used to kill the three he had two more knives and a quran in his backpack he was shot several times by police who are still waiting to interview him in the hospital as of four hours ago, um, where he's recovering from serious injuries because he was shot a bunch of times. And he, according to the mayor, was repeating Allahu Akbar throughout the attack. The AP, and that's been known the whole time, by the way, like the mayor said that right away in reaction to this, the original AP coverage of this again said the exact motive of the attack was unclear. Yeah, right. We're doing that routine that we did in kind of back in 2016 where this sort of thing was happening all the time. And it might work because people have forgotten about the Muslims. So <laughs> I, I suppose. Well, they're not. They're definitely uh, on a comeback this week um, because this this, of course, comes two weeks after a French teacher was beheaded. And the woman at the church, they, they described it as her throat was slit. My understanding she is she was basically decapitated. Yeah. yeah, there was just a little bit left. Yeah. And uh, this comes two weeks after a French teacher was beheaded. He showed, of course, cartoons of the prophet Muhammad to his students. So that was the remember, that was the controversy with the with Charlie Hebdo and that shooting. This this was the same issue. In this case, he showed depictions or cartoons of the prophet. And so he was killed by an attacker as well. That his 18 year old killer was shot dead by police. Seven more people were detained for involvement with the killing. Now, somewhat surprisingly, French uh, President Emmanuel Macron has vowed to protect the right to caricature the prophet. He's sticking up for free speech. I can't believe it, but he is. Credit to him, we're due. That stance, though, has enraged Muslim protests in France and the rest of Europe and in the Middle East. So there were 
anti-France Muslim protests from Pakistan to Lebanon on Friday. Reportedly 2,000 people marched on the French embassy in Pakistan, 10,000 demonstrators in the eastern Pakistan city of Lahore. A large number of Islamic protesters also crowded around the French embassy in London, chanting Allahu Akbar and carrying signs that say insults are not free speech. Here are some of those scenes. Not a lot of masks I see either. Insult is not freedom of speech. Say the signs. Uh, if if freedom of speech does not protect insult, what in the hell does it Why protect? Why bother? Yeah. And if if everyone has a personal veto on speech to say I'm insulted by that speech, it should be banned. Well, there's nothing left. There is nothing left at that point. You can't please everyone or not insult any anyone with any piece of speech. Any individual can interpret any piece of speech to be insulting if they decide to. And if they get the authority to shut down other people over that interpretation, we have nothing left. But obviously, don't forget, as I mentioned, the real victims in France. That would be the uh, French Muslims who are experiencing or even worried about experiencing Islamophobia. Headline in the New York Times, uh, After terror attacks, Muslims wonder about their place in France. Quote, after this attack, five or six million people have to justify themselves, said one French Muslim man who served for 12 years as the deputy mayor of a working class city where he grew up. I'm wondering if I should leave France. (laughs) I thought of you when I read that quote. Yeah, I mean, if you don't support French values, obviously, obviously. Uh, No, I mean, leave france like what what do you what do you want here you're trying to change the country it doesn't matter these people have given up their countries to other cultures so i'm tired of defending them you made your choice now uh you know get used to people being slaughtered in the streets it's what you wanted isn't this what you people wanted why else would you do this why else would you open your country to a bunch of goddamn muslims like what are you what you think was gonna happen oh my god i can't believe it's not working out by the way that number i couldn't believe that number five or six million people implicitly French Muslims by this description that sounded so high to me. Yeah. So I, I, I looked it up and that would be France has a population of something like 65, 70 million people. I think when I looked that is five to 6 million, too many Muslims. That would Get be a ten, 10% Muslim population. Yeah. And that's um when at 10% uh, uh, countries experience serious social issues at 30%, they're basically toast. Hmm. So uh, we'll we'll see, but uh, please, as you as the uh, as you learn more details on the attacks, please keep the real victims in mind: French Muslims who have experienced Islamophobia. Yeah, so uh, sad. Peace and blessings be upon them. Very worried about them in these tough times. But for real, I just I just don't have uh, the emotional capacity anymore to like mourn victims of terrorist attacks in Western European countries. Because why 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 are we still talking about this in 2020? Get all the Muslims out of your countries. Or stop complaining about the people getting killed because this is your fucking fault. Your well, you, fault. You have to change your voting patterns, certainly. Like, obviously, I don't know these individuals. And if it happens to an individual who forecasted this or saw that, com- I mean, it, it sucks no matter who it happens to. But if you have the time to vote for change in policy and you don't, I mean, yeah, at some point you say you're granting that this is a cost worth paying in pursuit of 
diversity or whatever virtue points it is that you're chasing with the policy that's not going to change anything no they need to be forcefully ousted out of all these countries like with like the cat with a ago. defensive catapult susan more than five years ago first of all they never should have been there and then once they started uh, once these terrorist attacks started it's like okay like you you and everybody like you has to leave i'm sorry i'm not what, sorry what needs to happen is we need to trot out emmanuel macron to say one more time come on don't you guys really like western values have you yeah, thought really. about it yet they're pretty cool yeah, really. Give it a try. It's never going to happen. But. And then they slaughter a goat and then cut off his head. So. <laughs> I, I mean, what's going to happen to Europe? Everybody knows at this point in time. I just can't believe we're still having this discussion. You know why I look tired except for my baby keeping me up all night? Because I'm sick of talking about the same thing all the time and nothing ever changing. This one did take a break, though. Haven't talked about it for a little while. It's been like a it's, year. It's the same shit. They're so one <laughs> trick. They're like, oh, I'm going to drive over all these people in my in my truck. Oh, I'm going to decapitate some French people. It's like, yeah, bro, do you guys have anything new? Like Low tech, but efficient, I suppose. Mm-hmm. The other thing I would say about these attacks, too, if I understand this guy in Nice was basically running around with a knife attacking people in sequence and no one's able to stop him. You know, it's pretty effective Why? for that. Mm-hmm shooting him a lot of shooting people in him on site illegal guns even well not in this situation apparently and yeah wh- whether they're doing it efficiently with 80 people in a truck or three people with a knife i don't want to have to fight an islamic terrorist in a machete fight all right i want to put him down with the best tool available if he's attacking people susan yeah. he's attacking so people with knives said same with america blonde he, yeah i I, I agree. Yeah. You give your country to other people that have a disparate culture and don't respect your values. You allow tons of immigration into your country. You no longer have the right to autonomy. Obviously, that's what's going to happen. Uh, and then you just have to start acting like everything that this this culture is doing is is fine. Like, oh, it's the is, price you pay. Totally it's the price, the price you, pay you pay for the for the rainbow and for the virtue points. So this is what you people wanted with multiculturalism. So I'm just too tired to act like I give a shit about any of these terrorist attacks anymore because I don't. This is what you wanted. Fine. Well, if that's not peak 2020 enough for you, or at least the case that was mentioned in the chat earlier, I submit this to you. This is the uh, this is an Oregon state official, one of those experts that we're supposed to unquestionably trust about coronavirus take everything she says as the uh, unquestionable truth she's delivering coronavirus data dressed as an actual clown the clip is from october 14th actually but it went viral on twitter this week as of today there have been 38,160 cases of covid19 in oregon with 390 new cases being reported today sadly we are also reporting three deaths today bringing the statewide total for COVID-19 related deaths to 608. Thank you to the oh sign language God. interpreter. They're <laughs> just always. mocking us. They're just mocking us with this. Now the costume was part of a discussion celebrating Halloween safely during the pandemic. I, I a get clown, it. though? <laughs> it's such a weird... I, obviously, we have poor taste Halloween costume choices on this show. I'm not going to try to put myself on a pedestal in that way. But What? I'm uh, dressed as uh, an American hero. So. <laughs> but, I, I mean, a clown costume in this context seems like a, a choice that might have got some pushback at the board meeting, but apparently not. The seriousness of this, though, too. In reality, Dr. Fauci could put on that clown makeup and come out and say, you have to wear this clown makeup to stop coronavirus. What percent of this country do you think would do it? More than 10? I bet, seriously, a sizable chunk of this country would wear a clown face if Dr. Fauci told them to. It wards off the virus. Yeah. 
stops the virus. The yeah, uh, the, the virus is laughter phobic. So you have to wear a clown face and chuckle the whole time. Whatever. Here's another situation of us getting what we deserve. We allowed this lockdown and all this stuff. All these people should be, you know, killed by firing squad. And we just sat here like, oh, OK, <laughs> let me let me shut down my business and stay in my house for eight months now. Let me let my grandma die alone because I'm afraid of a virus. Pussies. We get I just want to emphasize that orange tip one more time, Susan. Orange tip. Orange tip. It's okay. also tiresome. I'm so tired of all of this. I'm tired. My soul is tired. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I want it to be over. Can we find our balls and get these people out of power? It would, yeah, it would be nice. Now, the degree to which we've been duped on coronavirus, uh, we find a new piece of evidence every single week. This week, it was reported. Uh, I have the Daily Mail story in front of me, but it's been reported far and wide. The uh, claims that the flu is down 98% globally in 2020. Now, this is according to World Health Organization data. You're going to see this debunked, as I'll get to in a moment, as this is, uh, this is fake news. This is, uh, these are uh, provocative claims that aren't true. They're misinterpre- misinterpretations of the data. Well, you be the judge. This is based on World Health Organization data. Uh, and the data is mostly from the Southern Hemisphere, where the flu season happens in the summer months. So flu cases in a lot of Southern Hemisphere countries have plummeted as much as 98%. The data are primarily coming from Australia. Get this. There's not been a single case of the flu in Australia since July, at least reported to the World Health Organization. Not one. Is there some delay in reporting? Are they not accounting for it? What's going on? Chile has just 12 cases between April and October. South Africa has two cases. The UK, obviously that's not Southern Hemisphere. But this time last year, the UK still had 7,000 flu cases on the year. This year, just 767. Now, according to this Daily Mail coverage, there are theories about the disappearance of the flu. And those theories are, firstly, the flu is just now categorized as coronavirus. There's a suggestion that some tests can't distinguish between the two. This story says that's not true, that they're very clear even under microscope that you can distinguish. So this story just... Uh, dismisses that theory. The other theory, coronavirus has crowded out the flu. When an individual is infected by the virus or one virus, they are less likely to be infected by another due to something oh. called viral interference. Apparently oh, this that's has some so made up that there's no, okay. That's what they're, they're citing a bunch of doctors. I don't know. Apparently it's an established medical phenomenon. That's what they're saying. Another theory is that interventions like social distancing and masking and lockdowns have stopped the flu. Now, The data are true. The data are verifiable. They're published by the World Health Organization. The question is why? And you're seeing all sorts of fact-checking to stop people from inquiring. So this is the AP's fact-check titled, Flu Cases Are Not Down 98% Globally. They say that in the AP's assessment, that statement is missing context. Although flu cases are down in the Southern Hemisphere, the Northern Hemisphere has yet to experience its full flu season. Okay, but... That's not part of the original claim. The, the original claim is comparing Southern Hemisphere data to Southern Hemisphere data. It's not strictly Northern Hemisphere. There's no differentiation in the claim about that. So the, the title is just wrong. The fact check is just wrong. Um, the original claim is global. It's not, it's not in any particular region or country. And even if we are talking about the Northern Hemisphere, like in the UK case, just because the Northern Hemisphere isn't in flu season doesn't mean that a drop from 7,000 cases to 760, 2019 to 2020, doesn't mean that that doesn't matter. It, it needs explanation. 
Now, the fact check that they say, or what they say about this, uh, about the World Health Organization in this fact check is that the World Health Organization has not said that. The World Health Organization has never said flu cases are down 98% globally. Oh, granted, people have done their own calculations with World Health Organization data. The World Health, that's not a quote from the World Health Organization, but the data are out there. You can look at them, you can do the math. Just because the World Health Organization hasn't said it doesn't mean that the math isn't totally valid based on their data. And by the way, this article in the Daily Mail is full of all sorts of commentary from doctors and medical professionals and scientists wondering why that 98% drop is the case. None of them quoted in this article are disputing that that's the reality. They're just wondering why. The AP is saying, no, that's not the mathematical reality. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's from the World Health Organization. You can go there and look at it yourself. So fake news, Russian disinformation, whatever. Here's I mean, what's actually happening here is that people have flu-like symptoms, which, you know, coronavirus symptoms are super broad. They're going in because they're worried that they have coronavirus. They're getting tested for coronavirus. They're positive because there's a massive rate of false positives and because a lot of people ha- are positive for coronavirus because they've had a past cold because colds are coronaviruses. And then those flus are being categorized as coronavirus. Could be. Definitely so could be. stupid. We've been totally duped. Is everybody ready to stop doing this now? And even if I grant, let's say I grant the AP's point on these fact checks or on this fact check, here's the things that here are the things that matter in that case. One, it shows that all the warning, the the popular fear porn right now is a twin demic coming this winter. The flu and coronavirus double whammy. They're going to team up and get you. Okay, well, we can look at the Southern Hemisphere and we can see that's not the case. And by the way, the Southern Hemisphere had less information and less preparedness for coronavirus over the summer than we in the Northern Hemisphere do in the winter because we've had months of experience to deal with it now. So the twin demic fear porn is bullshit based on these data. And then... Even if we, even if I agree that the AP's assessment is true and that it's not, uh, it's conspiracy to talk about the ninety-eight percent drop in um, in flu cases. Well, flu cases have gone down. Nobody really disputes that. And if we accept one of the theories in the Daily Mail story that it's attributable to social distancing and lockdowns and mask wearing, what's the conclusion? We should always mask wear and social distance and lockdown, or at least some sort of it. So that we avoid transmitting the flu, which is deadly to vulnerable populations. That's what worries me, that we accept these premises and we have this quote-unquote new normal continually conditioned upon us. We never stop to think think about um, the implications of of some of the things that, that... this sort of analysis concludes, oh, it's it, it's not um, it's it's not because coronavirus is being categorized as the flu. It's because we stopped the flu with all of our interventions. OK, tell me why we would ever stop doing these interventions. When do we go back to normal? We wouldn't. We would do them forever. Well, there there is no normal. And this was their plan. This is the, the great reset. This is what they wanted. This I, I'm starting to just believe this whole thing has been planned out from the first day of coronavirus. And that we're just going to have to do this forever. Do you know Neil McCoy Ward? He's a YouTuber. This like British finance guy. He put up a video. um, I'll link it in the live chat. But of him walking around London. And it is crazy. It was from like a month ago. There's nobody outside. There's Hmm. nobody on the tube. And it's not just that nobody's inside the businesses. The businesses are all cleared out. They're not temporarily closed. Like they're done for. Hmm. Forever. This is what we've done to ourselves so that we could get a little bit more safety. Okay, so, um, you know, at some point we have to be like, 
we're not doing this and again doing this again idaho just entered some kind of third lockdown or some like level three lockdown i don't even know what that means idaho just did this there are a bunch of cities in montana increasing restrictions again a lot of there were places in montana that banned trick-or-treating right montana supposedly an individualist rugged uh, you know, pick yourself up by your bootstraps type of state. No, instead we ban trick or treating for children. This is just, this is just incredible. What's made more incredible by the fact that everybody's gone along with it so easily. Yeah. Well, uh, obviously the sort the conclusions will be no matter what, no matter what the facts say, the conclusions will be masking lockdown, social distancing. Those were effective. We should implement them in additional ways. X, Y, and Z. The, uh, the bargain here that we made in the spring that if you just give up a little bit of your freedoms now, you'll get them back later like a good boy. That bargain is bunk. None of it is ever coming back until we take it back. And I don't mean I don't mean violently or anything like that. I mean that you just stop complying with this nonsense. That you just yeah. take ownership of your own life and you act as you want to act. And since you just want to be left alone, I just want to be left alone. I, ju- I just want to be left alone and have other people leave me alone. I'm not going to do anything to anybody else. I'm not going to go ridicule you for wearing a mask. Just leave me alone and allow me to live my own life. We have to take that step. At least you have to be willing to step up and just, just say no to a lot of this stuff. Yeah, But this is obviously going to lead to violence once they start enforcing this shit. Oh, sure. But, but like, if they're what about, taking, what about you're a Californian and you have, you know, eight people over to your Thanksgiving dinner <laughs> and there are four walls. And like they're boot what, kicking your door. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, are they, are they going to enforce this is the question that everybody needs to be asking. Are they going to enforce this? Because the second they start enforcing this, then we can't stop the violence. Well, that that's an act of aggression on their part. If they're, if they're yeah. kicking down your door at Thanksgiving. Yeah. I mean, you're acting defensively at that point. So, what about yeah. getting fined exorbitant amounts? Well, I would, I would hope that there are people brave enough to take that punishment and that we could crowdfund relief for them. That would be my hope. But yeah, we they do it to everybody if they, if they do it to everybody and everybody refuses to pay, they're going to have more court volume than they could ever handle. If people just stop complying, eventually that loses those sorts of regulations, lose their teeth. And if you have enough moments like the chatter referenced where you just don't comply and someone nods at you and they don't comply anymore either, eventually those do add up. You know, you don't have to get like revolutionary about this. You just have to live your life as normal as you want. And it is a little bit contagious. No pun intended people, but people do, catch on to that sort of thing. They think I don't want to do this bullshit anymore. That guy's not doing it. I'm not doing it either. So, I mean, people should just open their businesses. Um, but you know, the government will stop them. What about that? Well, we've seen case. Remember there was that bar in Texas where they had the, those guys standing armed guard outside. And of course they took an arrest for that. But again, I think it's a question of volume. I think if enough people commit themselves to not abiding by this bullshit anymore, It's the only way it's going to end. It is not going to end by politicians giving you your freedom back. They don't give it to you in the first place. And once they've taken it, they'll never give it back. That's not the way this this sort of thing works. The only way government functions properly, again, in its role to preserve your rights, is if government fears the people. And we're totally backwards on that. Government does not fear the people. Government laughs at us in clown costumes. Yeah, That's the state of affairs right now. Exactly. But people also don't seem to understand that they have God-given rights because we're such a secular country, probably, and that they are the keepers and the masters of their own their own autonomy. They yes. don't seem to understand that. Like the government doesn't let you do certain things. You're allowed to do th- to do those things by virtue of being a human being. Yes. A free person. 
Um, and so until we change the mentality, I don't think that there's going to be much will to do anything about this. People are still going to be compliant. I know. And people don't people. A lot of people don't crave that freedom that's inherent to them because it comes with personal responsibility. It, it opens the door for possible negative consequences of your choices. But if you believe that the government is going to take care of you and coddle you into prosperity, I'm sorry, take your risks on your own. I know that negative outcomes are possible when you make the wrong choices. The government has a much higher likelihood of making wrong choices for you than you do for you. Mm -hmm. So take some ownership, grow some balls to borrow borrow your phrase and, um, and live the life that you want to live. It's the only way we're getting out of this. Yeah. But I also think that we're, you know, we're delusional if we think this is not going to end in violence. People don't just give back power they've taken from you. It has to be well, taken back. And that's not through civil disobedience, although we should try that first. Yeah, I, yeah, I think you have a moral obligation to exercise all options that you have beforehand. But I would I would not be so naive as not to acknowledge that in general, in history, power consolidates and then there's revolution. Power consolidates and then there's revolution. It is never power consolidates. And then the people in charge of that power say, okay, that's, that's enough power for You're me. You're right. <laughs> Better give Here it back. Go. It just yeah. doesn't work that way. I don't say that with any sort of eagerness for that to happen or me any neither. sort this is of gonna wish. be a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but that, that right. is the trend. The, the government is, needs to be afraid of the populace. And you know what the government is most afraid of? Autonomous nuclear families that homestead. Yeah, that's what they are the most afraid of people that can do their own thing, that can make their own money, that have their own ways to communicate with uh, their community, that have their own system of commerce like that is the greatest fear of the government. So if everybody can do that, then maybe then maybe we'll have a chance at ending this in some kind of way that's not going to be through bloodshed. But, you know, it's going to to, we're really gonna have to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps here. It's independent and it's unbreakable. And that's why it seems like there's a big effort to break it. <laughs> the, the family, strong families are pretty tough to, uh, to bust up, but they're giving it their best shot and they're having some success. Yeah. I would have to acknowledge it. Okay. Uh, time to move into, I got two cases of hoax hate in our Althea Bernstein update. Now, the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit, it's backwards. You think they'll notice? Well, it is indeed backward, and it's on this guy's forehead. In Scottsdale, Arizona, a candidate for state senate is saddened and embarrassed that one of his political signs was vandalized with anti-Semitic markings. One local candidate had a swastika drawn on the forehead <laughs> of his political sign, and he can't take it down. It's sad to see. I mean, it doesn't make you feel safe either. Seth Blattman, a candidate for Legislative District 23. He's Jewish, so when a friend sent him this picture of his political sign... It felt embarrassing, you know, and, it, and, I, and it's such a terrible symbol. Like, I didn't want it out there. Tammy Gillies with the Anti-Defamation League. We would like to see a lot more civil discourse. They're on it right we away. certainly disagree oh! on issues. Nobody has to agree and that's why there's all sorts of candidates in different areas but we need to lead by example seth filing a police report resulting in scottsdale police (laughs) asking him to leave the sign up i plan to take it down as soon as possible adding he doesn't want this race 
to be about race. I don't blame this on Republicans. I don't blame it on non-Jews. I don't blame it on, I blame it on the person that did it. Blattman's opponent is Republican Michelle Ugenti Rita. She backed out of an interview with us and didn't respond to our questions about whether she condemns what happened to her opponent. She happens to be a supporter of President Trump, but the president's failure to condemn anti-Semitic behavior has drawn widespread criticism (laughs) in his first term. Oh, Oh, God, help me. This is a this is a trap, isn't it? That ADL chick's face. This is all a trap. It's some Susan bait for sure. Oh, again, um, I think it's real. You think it's real? Well, note the the swastika is backwards uh, at the improper orientation on his forehead. What makes you think it's real? Um, That it's hilarious. And the red eyes. The, is that a thing? What I actually don't understand the red eye thing. What's I don't know. It, it's like the satanic forces from within. Oh, is that that what that represents? This this seems like a like a 4chan thing to me. I mean, the editorializing about, uh, you know, Trump being anti-Semitic and all that. That's all the media. Uh, yeah, this guy I mean, was kind of didn't seem like he was personally responsible. Maybe. Although well, there are some things about his story that I, I don't quite line up to me. But um to your point on the media, I mean, imagine they put as much time into finding the facts in this case as they did in trying to force people to disavow. The fact that they went after his opponent and tried to force her to disavow, why? Uh, what is yeah. she supposed to say? I, I thought it was hilarious, personally. I mean, <laughs> maybe maybe candidate blonde would say that, but this lady's not yeah. going to say that. The, I mean, okay, here's what here's what is a red flag for me on this. The, the speed with which the ADL swoops to the scene. This guy oh, said he doesn't. But they're on it, though. They, they're, they're ready. Well, this guy said he doesn't want any attention for it. So does the ADL monitor this that closely? Or is he does he have the ADL on speed dial, even though he doesn't want attention for it? He called them up or is the ADL in on it? I mean, oh, the no, speed the ADL was- is like somewhere so, a Jew is is getting defaced. A Jew's face. Is <laughs> the spidey yeah. sense tingles. The guy also said, you know, I don't want any attention uh, drawn on this, but also I'm going to do a full feature news story. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to make sure that this is seen publicly everywhere. His opponent, by the way is the incumbent in that state Senate seat. This strikes me Mm. as a political ploy in the last week before the election. Um, And and he said, oh, I I didn't want it up. I didn't want it up anymore, but the police told me to leave it up. Well, the police didn't tell you to leave it up for weird virtue points, which is kind of the implication. You read the article, the police told them to leave it up until they arrived so they could investigate the scene. I'm sure it's Um, fine to take that down before the... Maybe. Maybe it, maybe it's real and, and it is beneficial to him. I don't know, but it, I, it just seems in, it just seems inconsistent to say I didn't want this. didn't want to make a big deal of this in any way or show it in any way. But here I am making a big deal of it and showing it. I don't maybe. know. I mean, you see a sign with somebody with suspicious physiognomy and you got a <laughs> marker in your the purse. wrong head shape. It's not just his head. <laughs> There are a few markers there. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, you got a marker in your purse or in your pants pocket, or maybe you just come prepared and then you're just a little, and then what about the you, earrings and stuff too? This you've had some reads, practice. This reads like, like a teenager. Uh, this is zoomer stuff, except they probably would have gotten the Swatska right. Oh, uh, maybe, maybe it was so. It's Who oriented knows? I don't know. incorrectly <laughs> and it's backwards. So yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Well, I got one more case of uh suspicious, <laughs> What? Somebody uh, said the Nazis stole his gold tooth. <laughs> ah, okay. Is that it? Is that why they did that? That's where it went. All right. There's another one. Uh, in, in similar themes over in Lafayette, California, East Bay of California. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were there's swastikas painted on a home as well as a highway overpass. 
This is what Robbie and Katie Peacock woke up to on Tuesday. A swastika and Trump spray-painted on the side of their house in downtown Lafayette. The couple used wooden boards to cover up the ugly symbol of hate. It's quite clear this house was targeted. There's a flag supporting Joe Biden outside, and on the second floor window, a sign that says, Grab him by the ballot box. There was more graffiti, swastika equals Trump, sprayed on the St. Stephen's overpass we'll back on Highway to 24 in Orinda. It's the same spot where Biden supporters have rallied each week. A woman who hosts those events and did not want to be identified told KTVU there has to be a connection. It was incredibly, incredibly upsetting. It feels very targeted. Seth Brisk of the Anti-Defamation He's League on the case again. The, um, the issue here is that you have the normalization of an extremist symbol, one which has proven to be deadly. Okay. What so, do you want from me, dude? Are you trying to get us kicked off here? This is so they're bad. They're swooping in right away. Now, I, I did mention we'd come back to the uh, to the overpass here because I did want to note about the swastikas. Note what are that, those? Note that every single one is wrong, and they're they. I guess the they get a little better as they go. The one on the no, left, the first one is the closest one. Is it the one? The it's, one on the right. Well, I guess I was assuming they went left to right, but I'm saying the one on the right is the closest, but it's backwards and improperly. No, it's it's just backwards. It's probably oriented, but backwards. The one on the, the left the looks like an one, eight. It does, but it's it's at least an S and it's oriented properly. No, it's so not it's, an S. It's backward. Well, one of I guess one of them is an S, but the other arm is backward. That's why it looks so screwed up. Oh, you're right. Because they're okay. facing it's not just backward. It, it's the arms are facing in the totally wrong direction. Like so it looks further. like an eight. And then the second one, it looks like I can't tell. Did they just spray on top of an existing smudge or was it so screwed up that they tried to clean it off and spray a new one over it? It's all smudgy. Okay. And then the How one on the right is sort of correct, but it's backward. Well, definitely fake. Obviously, this is the pro Biden campaigning site they stand on this overpass with their with their signs. I guess the San Francisco Nazis need a little more practice on their swastikas. They can't quite get them right. So yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know much about the homeowners either, but wow, they're very brave to put up a Biden sign in East Bay. Lafayette, like this part of East Bay, California is incredibly wealthy too. I guarantee they're voting in large numbers for Biden and there's almost no crime in, in this part of the state. Mm. So ironically, cause it's all white. So, uh, well, uh, they drive down the highway, uh, drive down the highway into Oakland. If you want to mix it up a little bit, there's plenty of uh, plenty of opportunity for crime uh, in that in that part of the uh, of the what? area. You're racist. <laughs> well, speaking of racism, certainly we know Althea Bernstein was the victim of a horrendous racist attack or so she tells us. But I wanted to return to this story because as one listener pointed my, in my direction, uh, the NFL actually celebrated Althea Bernstein a couple weeks ago. This is October 15th. Now, Althea Bernstein, I think, is maybe the most underrated hoax hate case of the year. This is up there in Jussie territory. It just hasn't had quite the publicity. But this is the girl who said that those evil white Trump supporters doused her uh, inflammable liquid and tossed a lighter into her car, igniting her at a Madison, Wisconsin intersection. Now, recall at the start of October, investigators said... That um, that that never happened, or at least there's no evidence to support the claims that that, that happened. And uh, what we do know, though, her weird burns on her face were real. So it's highly likely that she 
was engaging in the attempted arson that was going on at the local government building the same night and had to come up with some excuse as to why her face and her arm and stuff was, was burned. Now this is the NFL promoting her story on October 15th with a tweet that says, say her name, uh, Althea. And if you open up the quote here, this is from Althea Bernstein. I want people to know that what happened to me will forever affect me. I dream of a day where the systems of our country cherish and celebrate all the beautiful shades our world has. And why is the, uh, the date significant there? That's October 15th. The story we covered at the time, um, it was headline in the uh, Wisconsin State Journal. Madison police and federal law enforcement find no evidence that biracial woman was attacked. I don't have the article handy, but let me grab it. That was published on October 3rd of this year. So October 3rd, investigators say no evidence that this ever happened. Two weeks later, October 15th, the NFL is putting this out, forcing football fans to celebrate this lady's fake story. It just goes to show, never let the facts get in the way of, of the narrative. Never let the facts get in the way of the story. They're still pushing this one even though there's no evidence for it. Oh God. Uh, yeah. It's just brazen. It's like Jesse Smollett who still won't uh, just, you know, be like, yo, made the whole thing up. Even though it's very <laughs> obvious there, to everybody. If he came out tomorrow and just admitted it, would you have any respect for him as, or has it been exhausted? No, of course it's been exhausted. Fuck that guy. I might have initially, I think the the window of time, the grace period has expired. What? We're almost two years after the fact, going on two years <gasps> really? after the fact. That was January 2019. Remember, it was around the same time as the Covington case. That was such oh a God. that was such a crazy time for actual fake news. January 2019, things were going crazy. Oh, skag. Anyway, skag, skag. What are we I, gonna do? I'm going to choose to hope for the best for this week and prepare for the worst. I think we might be in for a entertaining and fun show this week. And maybe uh, maybe Trump wins again and maybe Democrats are again faced with the challenge of yeah. introspection and confronting their own failings and shortcomings. And we'll get a watch for another four years as they can't do it. And they invent hoaxes and weird made up stories to explain why they're not in power. If they I can't just... do it again. I, I, I can't do this again. I can't do this for another four years. I, I can't. Well, here, here's a question to ask, too. Let's say that Trump holds the presidency, but... Um, Let's say Trump holds the presidency, Democrats hold Congress. Maybe they even pick up a majority in the Senate. Do you think they'll try impeachment again? Will they do another round? I think so. It would be so obviously political. Yes. It was, it was just clearly political last time. Transparent. But they were, they, they tried to build plausible deniability. If they did it again, it's clearly part of a pattern. Do you think they give a shit about plausible deniability? seems like they try. barely i mean god it's just so brazen no anyway let me uh we'll call that a show let me catch up with uh streamlabs bill says uh a little rich for hillary to complain about being abused how many people has she killed to get where she is the world may never know but some people think they have a count i suppose (laughs) wilmar uh, or Wilmer says, wait, what? The Biden bus calls 911. So much for Dems defunding the police. Yeah, good point. I guess they care about it in that case. Risen Victory said, uh, fathers who believe Jesus Christ was the creator of all will never change a single baby diaper, even if their wife has seven kids. If God made women responsible for putting for putting the food in, then women are responsible for taking it out. Oh, that's a solid philosophical point there. 
think he's uh, I think he's got you. You good? Uh, no, I do have. Uh, oh, sorry. I do have more. Phil says Tim Pool has his place, but his ideal future America looks a lot like the dream outcome that the left has. A what's this word? De- I have to. I don't even know how to pronounce this one. A. Uh, I don't know. I don't an, have indiv- it open, so I don't- an individualist population with no connection to the past. It just sounds like more uh, soulless and atomized version of the current year. I don't. I don't know what Tim Pool's um, vision looks like, so I don't want to put words in his mouth. I have no idea what his ideal would be necessarily. So, unfortunately, I can't uh, give a great response on that one because I just don't know what what his philosophy is looking for. Crypto Crook says uh, blonde is is blonde is strangely hot in this outfit. Matt is okay too. I look dangerous at least. My baby's finally had enough. I'm gonna have to go feed her, but I'll come back up because we've got tons of super chats. Sure, I have it marked, so I'll. I'll, I'll, Can I uh, take my gloves off? I took off my mask. It seems fair. Oh, did you? All right. Yeah, I'll be back. All right. Thank you for your patience, guys. We'll carry on with chat. In the meantime, Crypto Crook said that was Crypto Crook. Raggle Fraggle says, "Hey guys, the costumes look excellent this year. Want to give a shout out to my new girlfriend Gracie, hoping she." will be a new listener and to make this a part of our Sunday routine blonde, you give the best dating advice. It has put us on a path to happiness. Well, congratulations. I hope it works out. Um, we'll see. I guess that's a good test. See if she likes the show or not. Although, uh, I'm told that I, 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 I'm told by many male listeners that, um, getting their, their women into this show can sometimes be a challenge. So I suppose it's not a, a deal breaker. Mellow E says, been missing your show for a while, and I'm glad to see you both doing well. Congrats, Matt. I wish you and your wife good health and good times. Even when dressed as a young man, you're still sexy AF, my blonde fear. Oh, that's for blonde. Dang it. I, 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 had, I thought I was sexy AF, but uh, <laughs> maybe next time I will pass off the... I, actually, I think blonde listens while she steps out, so hopefully she'll, she'll get your message there. Uh, otherwise i'll pass along phil says the french as well as all western nations if they want to survive they have only one option the muslims wondering about their place in france should consider the fate of algerians in metro france in 1961 nation is uh blood not paperwork Ooh, that's a little spicy um i don't know the history i don't know the history but i certainly know that if you want to go into france and expect the french or any country to totally change their value system, totally change everything about their way of life to accommodate you. It's not going to happen. It's just not, it's not going to happen peacefully at least, but I guess to credit the Muslims, at least the ones carrying out these attacks, they have no intent to achieve those ends peacefully. They have no problem with achieving their ends through violence. And thus we have the issue. Hypnagogic monk says, I've been saying from day one, we've never, done this lockdown bullshit do you know where the concept came from look up laura m glass your head will fucking explode god bless you both i have not heard the name so i'll have to look it up but yeah we've never we've never done this uh quarantine of of the healthy that's not what quarantine means so that's kind of a misnomer we don't lock up six uh, sick uh, healthy people and deny them their rights we make sure that people who have a virus or could, could spread the virus because of their carrying of it. Uh, generally we've done that. We've done that sort of thing for quarantine, but not this, this is the thing that's that we've not done as a country and is new in terms of a strategy to solve this sort of problem. So if there's more on this, uh, Laura M glass, send it my way. I don't know. I don't know the name. 
but I'd like to know the origins of this thinking. Furious Dan says if the lockdowns are lifted, the paranoid can still live in isolation if they want. Do they honestly think they'll be forced outside or forced to lick coofers or something? Do they have do they have to force their delusions on everyone else? Well, they've been conditioned to believe that other people going about their lives is a threat to them. And that is one of the most concerning parts of this entire experiment to the point of the last chatter. We are doing something that's experimental. We it's it's bad enough in the adult context. I worry about it particularly in the context of children. Uh, children in a developmental stage. We're teaching them that simply being a walking, breathing person is a threat to other people and that you're a bad guy if you don't do all these silly mask gestures and other behavioral modifications. Teaching kids that just being a person is a threat is going to screw up a generation of people. It just is. We're going to have bizarre development for all these. All of us in this audience here, we could deal with this crap for a little while and we'd remember what normal is and we'd go back to it. If you're a kid who never really experienced normal and this has just been conditioned upon you, that's going to screw a person up for a very long time. And I don't want to see the results of that in the future. Uh, let's hop over to YouTube. Andrew Pollock says Halloween is my mom's birthday. Not kidding. We don't make jokes so that she enjoys her birthday. <laughs> Can you guys say happy birthday to mama P costumes are awesome. Love you guys. Well, happy birthday, mama P. Uh, I, and, uh, thank you, Andrew shout out to my mom also. Hi mom. It's my mom's birthday today. Uh, two weeks after my birthday. So shout out to, um, shout out to my mom, uh, carrying, carrying this, uh, little infant, what, uh, 33 years ago this time. So, uh, much appreciated. Polaris says, uh, Polaris 589 says Kyle Rittenhouse's lawyers don't know what they are doing. They wasted time poorly fighting extradition. They should have just argued for a lower bail and used that and used the raised money to get him out. I haven't followed the legal strategy closely. I know uh, Robert Barnes and Viva Frey talk about that sort of thing frequently. So I should uh, probably check in with those guys. They could explain some of those uh, finer details. I'm sure maybe we, I know people have been talking about a collab. That'd be a good opportunity as we get some more information on how Kyle Rittenhouse develops here. Maybe that'd be uh, the case develops. That'd be a good thing to check out with those guys for sure. Long Dong John says, please tell me you answered the door to trick or treaters dressed like this. We did not. We were not in costume at all. We were just watching movies and answering the door in normal clothes, but we did have the it's a hoax pumpkin. So kind of something at least. No guard codesmith says uh, this is this is the transcription of Biden's gaff, the nonsensical gibberish. If I tried to read it, it's Truna Lima <laughs> Truna Limunumabjur. That sounds close. David K says, I missed it last week because you two are uh, low down, no good money grabbers. But Matt, congrats on the wedding and glad to have you both back next week is going to be fun. See you on the other side. I hope I hope I hope it's fun. I do enjoy political shows of all kinds, but the shows of 2020 have been far too destructive, far too dangerous, far too deadly for some people for me to enjoy any part of them. It's gone from funny in 2016 to dangerous violation of people's rights. I don't want to go any further. I hope that it stops. I hope people don't try it. And if they do, I hope they are shut down swiftly by people who are prepared to defend themselves. Hoping for the best, prepared for the worst. And uh, we'll catch you next week for sure. Citizen 7 says an armed blonde is the sexiest blonde. 
looks like that that toy gun was pretty true to size i was wondering because that was like the only one we could find on amazon would it show up and be super tiny it looks like it's close looks reasonably believable (laughs) at least uh cave toad says congrats on the wedding matt thank you best opening ever too by the way uh oh and got myself my first order from phoenix this week 500 more freedom pills for the stockpile you two rock love the costumes hashtag free kyle well thank you for the kind words and congrats on uh, being prepared if people are interested i uh phoenix just finished a round of nine mil and now that i'm i believe the next batch of five five six slash two two three is coming available uh tomorrow morning so if you're in the ammo market if you need some uh 556 ammo you haven't been able to find it and you're up against the clock now to some potential civil unrest phoenixammo.com go and put your uh go to the the 556 ammo put your email in the alert system and i think tomorrow morning it's supposed to go out and it will be available so also uh, at phoenix ammo on twitter shout out to uh our friends at phoenix ammo they are still supplying free americans so they still have your back and uh, thank you for supporting their business too. Esoterica Unbound says, and here I didn't think it was possible for Blonde to look any hotter if the gun was real and we could have the braid. She would surely peg the meter. Well, the, the gun can't be real because Susan will put a stop to that. But we do the best we can. Thank you. Kimberly Carr says, congrats, Matt. I have to travel for work. So now I'm in mandatory quarantine until I get a negative COVID test. $135, by the way, if you don't have symptoms. Oh my God. So I'll have to listen live or so you get to listen live this week. Happy Halloween. Well, thank you. And I guess silver lining and all of that nonsense. Uh, thanks for supporting the show as well. And obviously I hope you don't have coronavirus. <laughs> Legato Modi says these times are always surprising. I get surprised myself or, but I su- one more try. These tries second try <laughs> third try, whatever. These times are always surprising, but I surprised myself the other day by looking at my bee hole in the mirror. It blew my mind. Isn't that a Adam Sandler bit from back in the day? I think he said that on one of his comedy CDs, didn't he? Daniel Kunkel says, looking forward to doing my part to make liberal liberals cry again on Tuesday. Thankfully I live in a community where businesses don't have, have to preemptively board up in preparation for Trump's victory. It is a sad commentary on the state of our country. Yeah. The free and fair election people have created a scenario in which free people have to preemptively board up their property based on only the prospect of those people freaking out and damaging property to which they have no right. It, yeah, it's it, that's a disgraceful scene for our country. But if I was there, if I was in one of those cities, I would do the same thing. I just hope again that this sort of behavior stops. And when they attack you, you got to stop them. Simple as that. Incompetent hand says the fact that Hunter married his dead brother's wife is chalked up to he's scum and not who the hell marries their brother. Uh, marries their brother-in-law. Yeah, she really wanted to be in that family. Maybe some enrichment. Yeah, if people aren't familiar. Hunter, did he marry her? I guess I can't remember, but Hunter is involved with Bo Biden's widow. Bo Biden, his brother, who was the Iraq veteran uh, uh, attorney general of Delaware who died of brain cancer, what, four years ago, something like that. Hunter Biden was romantically, sexually, I guess, maritally involved with his brother's widow, which I, I, I agree. That's just bizarre. I don't know who the hell does that. Incompetent Hands also says, couple more shekels just to say Blonde is cute and Ping 2 is talented. Well, thank you. I told her that if people didn't like the look of this wound, I would toss her under the bus, but it seems to be a hit. So I'm glad to hear your approval. Uh, Catherine Hickey says, Matt and I once made love after smoking crack and saving pictures to my laptop where they will be saved forever 
what can go wrong. Oh, I didn't even use. Uh, <laughs> I had a, I had this one. It's the most goddamn faggy thing you ever seen. <laughs> Seems appropriate. I forgot I prepped that sounder for tonight. If people didn't hear uh, Alex Jones on uh, Joe Rogan, it was a good listen. And there was that whole controversy of whether Spotify deleted the episode or not. Apparently, it's it's back up. I don't use Spotify. So it seems uh, seems like everything's good. But listening to uh, listening to uh, Alex Jones and, and Joe Rogan go back and forth is always a good time. Uh, Neo and Realist says, hey, Matt and Blonde, hope you enjoyed the sequel to Mad Max Fury Road down in Texas. The MAGA road gang chase on the Biden bus that the Dems describe totally is how it went down. I'm sure shiny and chrome. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be able to piece together this footage a little more reliably. Um, when, when I sat down to do the show prep, you know, I've seen the footage of the white car merging into the truck's lane and I've seen some footage, I've seen some angles that appear to show some other things. I, the idea that this was a orchestrated MAGA attack or that it was violent in its design or nature, I'm uh, skeptical of, but we will see when all the footage is analyzed this week. Boogeyman. 917 says happy Halloween to my favorite duo on the tubes on the YouTubes. Cheers. Well, thank you. And thanks for supporting the show. Paul B says, yo, Matt and Blunt love the outfits. I feel like I have to donate while the country is in one piece. Spend the day at the range and driving my 416 CC stroked out Camaro in a nation with as much guns as we have. They can only take what we give them vote D bags. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're, you're a freedom loving American who is, uh, Oh, you're saying I see vote d bags as in you d bags need to vote i thought you were saying vote d bags like vote for d bags which didn't make a lot of sense to me but now i understand what you're saying welcome back blonde i'll be sure to unmute you this time so i don't make the same mistake a uh, lot of people find you to be particularly attractive wielding a uh, firearm a replica firearm susan even though i'm dressed like a boy i guess so hmm. i've never seen a Sam's hat like that is that is that to put a is that to put a ponytail through the hat? It's is that the only the idea? one I had, yeah. I see. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, Darlene, our favorite boomer, says this person has a thing against Asian people. All the other salons he sued over uh, Brazilian waxing were Asian, and the pageant company is owned by an Asian, reported by Rebel News. Oh, that being Jonathan slash Jessica Yaniv. Going after the Asians, you say? That's an angle I haven't heard before. I'll have to check up on that. Um, Jacob says, got my Tacticon gear that, gear that you recommended in the mail yesterday. So I think I have all my large uh, Inuit ice building gear now. Did you get yours, Mr. Mary Med? Yeah, I did get that. Um, uh, it's uh, it, it's a um, plate carrier and a set of plates that seemed like one company that was new to manufacturing armor was producing at a reasonable price when nobody else had it. And if they did, it was insane prices. So I tracked that down and some people asked me for the recommendation on that. And I did put the link out to those who emailed me with while acknowledging that I had not yet received my package. So don't uh, take my word for it necessarily. It's a little bit of a risk on a new company. You never know. Yeah, but I did. It seems like everything in the carrier and, and the plates is of high quality. So I'm satisfied with my purchase and I hope that you are too. I don't know if they still have it. I could go look if people are still looking for armor. But uh, if you are, send me an email because I've had pretty good luck with this particular company. Yeah, they're still up on their site. The price, the price has gone up a little bit, um, but they're still offering two ninety nine for a plate carrier and the plates, which is a decent deal, especially given the demand right now. So it's still out there. I'm glad to hear you got your package. Uh, no one says no matter what happens, it's been fun remembering you all. 
or no, not mem- not remembering. I can't read. I should take these stupid glasses off because there's glare on them. There we go. It's been oh. fun memeing with you all. Here's hoping that the Republic can stay afloat for Baby Ping and Matt's future spawn. Is your yeah, baby hopefully. Baby Ping, or is he referring to my baby? It's, I think he's referring to yours. Oh crap! I just yeah. Oh man, I just my future spawn. Uh, Chuck Yost says it seems the only thing Kyle can be grateful for is that he knows how to shoot. And should be grateful, but time tends to exonerate the justified. Is that Weaver? Is that, a, is that a Randy Weaver quote? I don't know. Yeah, really. Um, great. Chuck was the last one you say? Uh, yes, Andrew Brick is next. Andrew Brick. Um, the national popular vote interstate compact doesn't go into effect until the electoral uh, total from the states that have passed it exceeds 270. Colorado also sent it to a referendum. Oh, so this is what... Passing it. This is what the chatter was referencing earlier. Well, that's such a cop out, though. You're saying that if they don't actually if they don't already get. The Electoral College majority, then the popular vote terms are null and void. Well, that's that's you're just bitching out at that point. You don't really believe in the popular vote if that's the qualifier. But uh, shame on me for expecting them to be principled in this area. Eric Finley uh, couldn't go to the Butler PA rally because of work, but damn dude, wish I could have been there. Looked insane anyway. Keep it real and God bless. Thank you. Well, thanks. Wolfman says, Matt, I was at a Trump rally yesterday in Pennsylvania, drove from New Jersey. It was packed. They had 15,000 registered, and I think there were more than that by the end. I'm pretty sure PA is going Trump. I think so too. We'll um, see. As I was talking about in the video I posted yesterday, Pennsylvania is for sure his easiest path. All the math goes straight through Pennsylvania. That's why they're hanging out there. If he picks it up, he's got a great shot and it's wide open because he can lose some States and pick up some others. If he loses Pennsylvania, it's also a major shot. So yeah. Pennsylvania is, is obviously key. Bastion's mom said USPS lost my ballot. New Mexico clerk said I can just go vote in person. And uh, I'm not there. It was absentee because I'm absentee. <laughs> not scared of the polls. <laughs> the election is going to be a clusterfuck. I hear you. Really yeah. Semperad Meliorum. What are your over under on percentages of black voters? Uh, Trump gets. Uh, oof. Have you seen some of the polling recently? That was it's one angle I didn't even have time to get to, but uh, there is polling. The, the polling I saw was from Rasmussen, which trends conservative, right? It, it trends good for Trump. Rasmussen does, but Rasmussen was doing daily polls for black Trump support in the last week. They were getting numbers in the high twenties, low thirties. I would be shocked if Trump pulls that it's possible. But the thing is, even if he pulls 20% black support and, and by the way, it's, Strongly black male support, not as strong black female. So specifically black men. But if he pulled 20%, that would still be a massive increase over the norm. And that might be enough to sink the Democrat. like nothing. Yeah. Um, Gina Bath says, uh, the Supreme Court has been striking down some states' decisions to extend the vote count deadline. Maybe this will hurt Biden if most of his votes come via mail, legit or phony. It could be. And I would yeah. certainly expect his votes to be predominantly mailed and Trump's votes to be predominantly done in person or at least hand delivered. Um, Mark Peterson, I live in Minnesota. I'm four hours away from Minneapolis. I think it's going red. Really? Yeah, that would be incredible if that happens. I would be so happy. Yeah. So happy. Issue. I think since the Senate chooses VP, if House fails, that person becomes president and selects a new VP. Was Senate fails, it goes to third in line Speaker of the House. So the absolute horror <laughs> outcome. 
This has all been a scheme to get President Pelosi. That's all of it has been that. <laughs> My it's God, a, can you imagine? It's all a ruse for that. John Bounds. Um, there was a 96 mile long Trump car parade in Arizona today. 96 miles. I can't remember an election in my lifetime where the polls um, and what is seen on the ground are polar opposites appropriate for 2020. It, it, it was like this in 2016, though. Really I know was. this is a dumb question, but I'm still confused. They're claiming the parade traveled 96 miles or are they claiming the caravan itself was 96 miles long? I assume they they mean it was 96 miles long. Like they, they drove oh, like it was 96 miles of cars. That's the that's what I took. There's no there's no way if that happened, uh, pics or it didn't happen. Send me proof like that. That's in. You'd be able to see it on Google Maps, obviously, like Google Earth. There. I mean, that how many thousands of cars would that have to be? There's no no. way I believe they drove 96 miles, certainly. But I mean, from here to Spokane is only 40 miles or something, 45 miles. Yeah. Imagine that all cars. Yeah, there's no Uh, maybe. I don't know. Buddha 23 Fet. Uh, you guys keep making me laugh while I'm trying to enjoy a cigar. So have some money to get your own cigar. Okay. <laughs> a fun fact that'll shock you. I've never taken a drag of a cigarette. I've never smoked a cigar. Really? Not once. Hmm. Well, I have never done anything bad before ever <laughs> in my life. So. That's um, right. I have smoked weed. I'm sorry, mom and dad. I have tried it. Have you? Mm-hmm. I've told you, it's like the last time I did was the worst uh, substance oh, experience of my life. Oh, you anxiety. Oh man, it made me freak out. Oh, that's yeah. so sad. Um, Never again. I've only done it one time. It was just a continuous time from 2006 <laughs> to th- 2017. So, um, Whitey on the Moon. If I don't get a big truck montage complete with Trump flags drafting the Biden bus set to Molly Hatchett's flirting with the disaster. From some vid editor, I'm going to peacefully protest. You peaceful protest. Make that and post it on Twitter or send it to yeah. me and I'll play it on the show. Um, Space Force Commander says, moving past the elections, do you think Trump has a shot at the Nobel Prize uh, for the peace deals? Um, I don't know. because I don't going to happen. I don't know the process for how they're awarded. He got nominated, right? But how do they actually make the decision? I don't, I don't know. know. Never gonna, people would freak out. Um, Liz Towell, my sweetheart this morning. Uh, that Hillary has got to be downing Tums by the handful. Am I, can, am I illiterate? Uh, Hillary just has to be chugging the Tums. My sweet nervousness, anxiety. Yeah. Is is that what, Hmm. I guess it's for nausea, right? I don't know. I I guess I don't know because I've not taken Tums. I messed up your thing. I'm sorry, Liz. A hard apprentice. The one thing I hope for the most is that the Democrat pets, um, the vi- minority vote will flip on them <laughs> and that will be why they lose. It'll be a total repudiation oh, of that the would, Democrats. That'd be so funny. That would be amazing. I mean, if you had these riot sites rebel and you had a significant bump in the black vote, I mean, how, how ironic and how yeah. justified really people who've seen their cities burn and people who to the chatter's point have been treated like pets this entire time. The pets rebel from the, uh, I don't know, the petting zoo, the farm, whatever, whatever metaphor you want to use. That would be perfect. I hope something like that happens. Oh, yeah. Titus Moeller, blonde, you look ridiculously cute. Oh, it's a testament to your femininity that even your cuteness, that your cuteness and beauty shine through even when you're dressed as a dude. And Matt, <laughs> congratulations on getting married. Thank you. It's only really because oh, my thanks. nose has gone back to my pre-pregnancy size. Um, so Have you we're, measured? we're back in business. You use your phrenology tongs or whatever to... I do have nose measuring tongs <laughs> just for when I meet strangers and I, I want to decide whether or not it's okay to like trust them. So assess their criminality, other key so, judgments. 
Oh, that's yeah. what you were talking about. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I don't know. That's I just assume you have a measurement kit. What's the proper term? Uh, no, 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 no. I, I do. I do. <laughs> like here, let me, let me check out your notes. Uh, Freddie Saw says, I was at the caravan event in Phoenix last week. News said 7,000 vehicles, not people. They looped around the Phoenix freeways with flags of plenty. I sent some stuff to the show email about it. Oh, wow. 7,000 vehicles is incredible. Varuda, yo guys, first time tuning in for a few months and just feel a soothing calm over me. Like everything is complete. I really missed you guys and I didn't even realize it. You guys are still the best podcast. Thank you. We're okay. We're well, pretty good. You. We have survived despite the odds. We have survived and uh, there's a lot of pride in that. Don't care what you do, Susan. Uh, don't care what you say. That's not true. Please don't ban me. I do care about that. But <laughs> if you do, we'll survive elsewhere. I have no doubt. This we Calipers. had a durable. Oh, is that the term? Yeah. Calipers, not tongs, right? There we go. Sorry. Um, no, we got a durable community. We got a durable thing going here. So uh, no matter what happens, we're going to be good. And thanks for uh, keeping us in position to succeed. Jonathan Smith. Uh, oh, my God. We didn't even talk on the show about how my co- my Coinbase got disabled. Yeah, I didn't know if you wanted to, but what's the story on that? Oh, my. Yeah. Nobody ever send me any Bitcoin ever again, because I don't know what happens to it if you send it now. Does it just get rejected? Yeah. Or like, what the hell? They might keep it. I don't know. Um, hmm. But I get an email and apparently the same day this happened to Andrew Torba. But I get an hmm. email that's like, we have uh, disabled your Coinbase account for violation of terms of service. I just had money sitting in there. I wasn't doing anything with it. Um, can you ask them why they didn't tell I you? I did. And it was a no reply email. So it just bounced back. And that's how all of their customer services and they don't have a phone number you can call. You can't even contact them. And so I can't even contact I've, them. I've, I've definitely contacted them before because I got locked out of my two factor on Coinbase and I had to contact them to get access to my account again. And I did. So I know there did are you? people you can talk to. Because it also said that um, if you try to contact them through phone or something on their contact page, they, they freeze your account automatically. Well, yeah, yeah I guess you, you need to get your assets out of there. But Which after I did. That, I opened a Gemini account and like transferred them immediately. But I couldn't see what my Coinbase history was. I still can't see fuck? it. I, I have no idea what my transactions were. They won't tell me why I got banned. For wrong things, um, presumably. But Yeah, thank God I got my funds out of there. And then they also you can't convert it to USD because you're no longer allowed to use it. So I just had to move the Bitcoin so to weird. the Gemini account and then use Gemini to sell the Bitcoin. And I'm, oh I'm out on Bitcoin. Like, I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. This is funny money. Hmm. Um, but it's just so, so crazy. They can do this. Like next, it's going to be bank accounts. And this should happen to Laura Towler and Mark Collette in the UK. Their bank accounts got frozen. So I'm like, I'm just not doing any of this anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm just hmm. going to turn this all into silver and guns and sit <laughs> sit here with all of my pile of gold and guns and, and wait for the boogaloo. Fuck. I guess so. Um, Jonathan Smith, love you both. We'll send updates on principles based job change soon for now. Thank you for everything you do for all of us. New show name idea feeder and the breeder. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The, uh, yeah. No, good, good luck with the job, man. I, all, all the best to you. Yep. Um, somebody said, are you sure it wasn't a scam? Yes, I'm positive because like going into my Coinbase account, it had a whole thing about how I moved my assets out because I had violated the terms of service. It wasn't just Weird. an email. Like, I'm sure. Paul redacted. Uh, I got a job as a machinist recently and I started the weekend shift next weekend. I couldn't think of a better companion to an hour long commute after three 12 hour shifts than your show. Keep it up. Thank you. Oh, well, thanks. Um, Knuckle Hunky Buck. 
Oh my God, Amy Schumer is right. I just realized his skin does have kind of an orange hue to it. I also noticed <laughs> that his hair is kind of weird. Some brilliant chubby comedian should point that out. <laughs> really fresh original ideas. Yeah. Fresh. Simon Raishik. Raishchek. Raishchek. I don't know. Sorry, Simon. Um, idea for Trump ad 20 seconds or so of Biden's worst dementia moments followed by a caption of really this guy. <laughs> Richard Enormous. <clears throat> That's good. I like him. My boomer dad drives a truck from Canada to LA. He wants to buy a MAGA, me a MAGA hat next trip. He also told me he hopes Trump will win and fight off the globalists and new world order. All this knowledge comes from Facebook memes. He browses memes. They do a lot. They're really powerful. Mm. Politically defiant blonde. Don't underestimate Idaho going blue as Boise no and CDA Kootenai County haven't had an increase in Dems moving in uh, those areas from California, Seattle, Portland, et cetera. Matt, you and Blonde should definitely go on Tim's IRL show from behind enemy, enemy line. Um, I swear to God, I will burn people's houses down with Biden signs defensively. <laughs> if Kootenai County, if 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 I don't go, go through, like ab- absolutely, not. I will burn down the Chivani factory if that happens. <laughs> I, I'll do it. Thank you for supporting the show. I there's no Idaho might be the last state in the union I would predict to go blue, but. We'll see if it happens. You called it. I will lose my mind. Matthew Sturgis. Matt, congrats on the nuptials. So happy to have made my exodus from Minneapolis. Lord knows what shenanigans will be happening there this week. Stay safe and Godspeed, everybody. Thank you. Good time to get out. Congratulations, man. You don't want to be near that. Mm -hmm. Laurel says, do you have any night before the boog last hurrah plans for tomorrow evening? Um, Maybe we should do like last supper. (laughs) <laughs> I probably should have made something more formal out of this. No, I don't, I don't have any, uh, any plans other, but I've been thinking about this. Uh, and as, as I know you have Laurel for months thinking about what would I do if, um, there was something crazier. I was cut off from power or cut off from food or cut off from supplies. So I feel pretty good. I, I don't, I don't have perfect preps. I don't have preps worthy of national geographic, but I, I'll be better off than most people. I think. Brett, Stefanishin, Stefanishin, uh, 2020 divided by 666 equals Joe Biden's campaign text number. Three Oh, three, three Oh, three Oh, Oh, three Oh, Oh, three Oh, uh, Rafael Salvador guys. Have you both, have you both been invited to Stix's election live stream? It's been a while, uh, since you guys got together and I think some electoral chaos is perfect time to join forces again. Also, Matt, are you going to vote for I 90 make pot legal? In, in yeah, there are two, to, as I mentioned, it would be good to get back together with sticks. I've not, um, I've, I don't have any plans to be on the stream. I don't know about you, but I haven't heard, I haven't heard word of, of, uh, that. So as not, as of now, I'm, I'm not planning to participate though. If I was asked to, I, I probably would, if the timing lined up right. Um, as far as the, um, Montana ballot initiatives. Yeah. They're trying to legalize recreational weed in Montana. I was a degenerate and I did vote in favor of it because I'm, I frankly don't want to spend our law enforcement resources on fighting weed. And because I, you know, again, I think that these are individual decisions to make. Does that mean that I'm pro weed? No, I don't like weed. I don't want to touch it. I think it has negative impacts on your productivity and your life in general. I also think the same is true of booze and a lot of substances. So I just don't, as a taxpayer, I don't want to pay to fight weed a whole bunch. That's that's my thinking on the uh, on the weed issue in Montana. So we'll see. I'm with you. I would have disagreed three years ago, but here we are. Hmm. Blonde is anti-weed. I can't, I can't believe it. 
333TV um, sending the show some love from behind enemy lines in California. Biden obviously takes the state, but think Trump gains 500,000 more votes than he did in 2016. Wouldn't that be something? Hmm. Meadily says it would be so sick to see you guys show up in person on Timcast IRL. Please make it a reality while you're there. Please smack Ian upside the head for being completely useless. PS blonde is cute <laughs> AF. Oh, it's an IRL thing. Then there's no way I could do it. The, yeah, I think the expectation is that you travel, which is a complication, but you to know, where, where does he live? Uh, I don't know where they're hosting the show currently, actually. Because I could so. drive three hours or fewer. <laughs> did we get Matt Fields? Did I? Did we miss that one or did I miss that Who? one? Matt Fields? Belated oh, I did miss that one. All right. Well, Go ahead. Uh, Matt says, uh, belated congratulations on your nuptials, Matt. Thank you. I couldn't see anyone else pulling off a more convincing and 100% believable Kyle than Blonde. She wouldn't even need provocation. God bless you both and your families. Well, thank you. I don't have well. that firearm proficiency. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I would just be accidentally blowing people's heads. I would have blown off my own hand on accident. <laughs> um, this is tickle me, jiggle me. Thank you, Matt and blonde for the Sandy safe space. Assuming we still have a free country in 2024. What do we, each of you realistically want to win? Who do each of you realistically want to win the GOP presidential nomination? Mm. Tucker Carlson. Although that's I'm, just everybody's wet dream. It's never going to happen. And he probably has more influence through a show. If I'm being totally honest. Maybe um, he would be an immediate front runner if he decided to do it. Uh, I wouldn't be mad about that. My pick, if I could pick any, probably Rand Paul. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, I'm i a big fan of Bearded Ted. If Ted got the nomination, I wouldn't be mad. I like Bearded Ted. I think he'd do a good job. If um, he said like one bad thing about Israel, I'd be like, all right, I will go full on <laughs> campaign for you. All right. Um, all right. I do like uh, Bearded Ted. Bearded Ted is solid. So... Uh, but but uh, I think that Ron uh, Rand Paul rather, by the way, I hope Ron is doing all right. I haven't heard a lot of updates on that. Rand Paul, I think, is most aligned with with my values. So he'd probably be my pick if I got to pick anybody. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, Irish Nat looking at Matt's bicep. I see he already failed. NNN. Uh, I don't even know what that what what's that? Let's look it up. I don't know. The uh, reference pre- is beyond me. I said, please pray for Denver. Uh, please pray for Denver. Last week, all St. Patrick's Day celebrations got canceled. Please send red voters to Colorado so we can take this oh. state back. What it's, is it? Uh, it refers to No Nut November. I, I went really, yeah, I went, uh, I went really aggressively. That's what happened. That's gross. I thought this was the month where nobody shaved. No shave November, no nut November, no anything. So you can't shave or jerk off? Is that what? And it comes right after sober October for a lot of people. Oh. This sound like rough months. <laughs> Darren blonde. We all know Tim is watching in chat. Like Karen Strawn secretly jotting down everything you say and stashing it up in his beanie. He then does on the all. day you two show up to IRL, Tim whips it off. Oh, whoops. Whips off the beanie. <laughs> Hashtag you played yourself. <laughs> I regret My that. God. Okay. Danny Montana. I need to read this about. Okay, fine. I'll read this. Sorry to hear about your Coinbase account, Blonde. Some real BS. And better news, I started a new job this week. What are your guys' thoughts on Big Bear? Just like Kyle, mustache math. Man, did nothing wrong. Um, you mean Owen? I love Owen. Everybody loves Owen. I haven't, uh, I, I, I haven't heard from him or talked to him in a little while. I know he's, he's had some interesting episodes lately. But I have, I mean, when we talked to him, he was a good guy. And I don't have any 
personal issue with with him i i wish him the best obviously yeah he's super funny and now that we've hung out um and i've met his wife like his his family is just so adorable and delightful and sweet and yeah owens where it's at um jenny bath says the uk banning christmas family gathering sounds like a libertarian parody a seasonal children's book that might be named the government ruins christmas is that i don't know what's going on in the uk with christmas are they cracking down on christmas california style is that Probably, what's happening sure, i don't know yeah. Um, Polaris 589, uh, Noir bin Laden, Osama bin Laden's niece, who's pretty hot, by the way, me, uh, stated that Trump is the only person who can stop radical Islam. She just did an interview today with, uh, Paul Justin Watson. Oh, interesting. And she was on Tucker two weeks ago. Um, truck of peace says, <laughs> please don't make me drive through France. Thanks. Does she, she kind of looks like Laura Loomer. Does she not? I'm not touching that. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm just, let me, um. Put it on screen. Draw your own conclusions. I think that she kind of looks like Laura Loomer. Anyway, proceed. The other commenter broke up with my girlfriend of two years earlier today, but it's okay. I was able to make it back in time for my favorite sanity safe space. And she probably sucks if you're breaking up there. It's okay, dude. You will meet a hotter and better girl. Um, Mm. Ethan Johnson says station at Fort Bliss in El Paso. Uh, The city is locked down. We have a curfew of 2200 to 5 a.m. So that's 10 p.m., right? Yeah, ding, ding, 5 ding, correct. Yeah. <laughs> this COVID nonsense needs to end already. We are tired of it. Hashtag mega. I know. Knuckle hunky buck. Police and terrorist infiltrated areas need to start dipping their bullets in pig's blood and make it well known that they are doing that. It supposedly is working for, it worked for General Pershing and his troops. I've heard that before. I wonder hmm. if it would work. Rainier Chen. Wife of my sis says she said she was starting a support group for people who suffered anti-Chinese violence, but her event was trash because she invited a bunch of base mom and pops who who like to use some Chinese stall word. I don't know what that means. Uh, anyway, carry on. Oh, okay, okay. Stomach cutter voted Republican and all rest should lose their jobs for a super jam. Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> thanks for supporting the show. Evan M. Notice how they're writing in protest of France, but not the Uyghurs in China. Mm. Might it be because they'll never guilt trip the Chinese government into giving handouts? Don't you know it? Don't you know <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, I suppose. Good point. Mr. Gold Ember Blonde looks how I've been feeling for months now. I'm so over this crap. Yeah, I know. I'm just I'm just like, all right, I guess I guess this is the way things are now. Um DeGrill's ghost said that a big donation. Thank you. That crowding theory about viruses canceling each other out was posited by a Bill Gates scientist after watching a Simpsons episode where that is the exact reason why Mr. Burns won't die. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I'm that hearing like, circus music. I am not going to be niggered. Sounds like the origin for sure. Thank you, ghost. Holden Mulray. Hi, truth seekers. I've been a captive viewer of MSNBC, CNN. Top messages include one, Corona is scary. Two, Biden is leading. Can we send them flowers? Thanks and God bless you guys. Sounds about right. Thank you, man. Tatiana Fisk, long time listener, first time super chatter. Congrats to Matt on getting married. Thank you both for being the voices of the sanity of sanity in these crazy days. Just wanted to say that. Thank you, Tatiana. Thanks. Nice name. Uh, Downskated. Matt and I once made love, but his wife felt left out. So she grabbed the extra large, oh, I have to read this, strap on, and Matt took it like a champ. I, 
It's the most uh, goddamn faggy thing you've ever seen. This used to be a real job. I used to have a real job. Jeremy Sot. Lauren Southern has talked about this recently, about getting back into this country. Um, please check it out. Go to her YouTube channel. It's the last thing she talked about. Listen to her. Uh, did she release Cross Fire yet? I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it. Uh, Tori D um, was the representative from the ADL in <laughs> Juno's and Glasses costume. Uh, maybe it maybe, was Halloween. So. Maybe it was a Halloween getup. I don't know. It's uh, yep. I, I don't know what to say about that. Uh, as a Jericho Unbound, last night we had only three trick or treaters. For me, it was the saddest thing this year. No ban here. People have just given up taking their kids to unorganized events rather than risk individual attention. I don't know. We got shitloads last night. Yeah, it was better it was turnout pretty solid. than last year. It was pretty solid here, but I've heard of a lot of people doing those kind of uh, more subtle organized events where they can, I don't know, like the, certain parents, ga- like parents gathering in a parking lot and they all go between cars and stuff like that. Weird shit like that, which isn't really much better. It's just you have like the good person deniability. Well, I didn't take my take my kids uh, trick or treating or anything like that. I don't know. Michael Canoni says, love you guys. It's been a really hard work week, but my Sandy safe space is the, is the one thing I always look forward to Matt Dapper as always blonde smoke show as expected. Thank you. God bless you for sharing uh, the good word. Thank you so much, Michael. What a thoughtful, what a thoughtful message. Thank you, man. Appreciate Appreciate it. Uh, Mr. Rich Lopich. Actually, I got to skip that one. Yukon Don says best of luck to my neighbors to the South on Tuesday. Stay safe. Everybody we're, we're trying. Um, Navy Blue Eyes spent a week playing with Google API. The video API can only pick up violent and nudity. Audio API can pick up mm. everything you can think of. Watch out what you say and avoid doing anything violent. Um, mm. I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm just not. I'm just going to continue as as I have been, um, which is telling people that violence is never an appropriate response to anything, even if it means that they kill you. Better to be dead <laughs> than to defend yourself. Correct. The official stance the of this show. It's the official stance of this. Uh, John Smith, shout out to Jonathan Nobles for his guest appearance on the Detox America podcast that just dropped today. Matt and Blonde, thank you all for what you all do. It's a genuine inspiration to us all. We really appreciate that. Thank oh, you. thanks. And thanks for putting us in position to keep doing it. Much appreciated. Um, I need to reload. If you want sure. To uh, Holden Mulray says, speaking of the new normal stress upon us, I'm curious what you guys remember about flying before 9-11. God bless. Not much because I was very young. I was 13 uh, on 9-11. So I just, I have very few, and my family just didn't fly a lot. We were, we would drive most places. So I just have very little memory to be honest. But yeah, I know a lot changed, obviously. You basically just walk onto the plane back before that. Uh, There was some old show, like some old episode of Friends or Seinfeld or something that showed an airport situation. And it is weird to look at it because it's pre 9-11. And they, uh, and they, there's no security uh, protocols in place. Synax says, um, you might not read this till the end of the show, but YouTube removed your stream from subscription. Ah, yeah, they do kid. that all the time. I mean, they hide it. They hide it from subscription notifications all the time. So as always, if you can't find the show, unless we announced that there wasn't going to be a show, there's a show. Head over to the website. You'll find it. MattChristiansMedia.com. I was in the live chat. So you don't remember being 13, but no, I'm having the baby or I'm having the, the same, um, the same thing. Like, a, like trying to remember flying. I remember lots of really painful car rides. Like we would take these long trips as a family. So yeah. I don't think we were doing a lot of flying. I mean, obviously I have memories. I remember watching the the plane hit the second tower live. It's just that I was young and I 
didn't as a young person, you don't really notice a lot of things with political implications in that way. I wasn't thinking about our fundamental liberties on nine 11 and I wasn't flying a lot. So I just experienced it through a, a youthful mind that didn't really have an eye for that sort of thing. Yeah. Eric K a man dressed in medieval garb killed two in Quebec city. I heard about katana. that. Oh my God. It's a katana, like a big giant ninja sword. Oh really? Yeah. That's weird. Uh, Alex Imhoff says blonde is the best reverse trap. I'm not really in drag anymore. So. <laughs> Uh, Stellar J. Atkins, OMG, your newest picture of your daughter on Insta is so damn cute. She looks so happy and healthy, regardless of election results. Remember what really matters. I know. Um, thank you so much. I'm not showing her face anymore because she's starting to look like a real person, but mm. I've still been putting a lot of cute pictures up. If you don't really want any political content, but you want some like mom content and pictures of my baby and stuff and my house and everything like that, my Instagram is blonde underscore beast one check it out and tell check your band out. tell yep. coinbase tells them to ban you i know god damn it. uh chris to the j no matter what happens um in ed we must spend this next season in our local communities advocating for the change we want convention of states change in voter laws gun laws etc all to ensure we don't go down the crapper i think that it's probably too late i think we're probably probably down the crapper already well, maybe I do admire the spirit of going on the offense instead of perpetually trying to make concessions or play defense. I do think the point he's making about that is uh, is something that we should consider. Uh, Luke, we a big donation. Thank you, sir. Uh, Matt, love you long time. Blonde, love you also. Congrats to you both on life events. Thank you so much. Well, I you. hope to get into the Colin show. I am not going to be niggardly. Guy. Okay. Perhaps we will hear from you soon. Um, Royal winds chatters be like, I saw some Trump flags in LA, California going red for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's not exactly scientific, but I do think you can More draw some implications. The enthusiasm does matter. And the enthusiasm and the energy I think does matter and will be a factor. Ready sauce. I saw Netflix had another tremors movie up seventh installment in the series. I believe real tearjerker for me personally also got the 750 rounds of 223 recently from Phoenix. Guess I need to watch for nine millimeters now. So Good. I saw that and it reminded my, my friends and I um, the other night to watch the original Tremors, which I hadn't seen in so long. And that movie kicks ass. It is a hmm. perfect skag. You would love it. It's like a pro America movie. All right. I'm in Tremors <laughs> from 1990. Make sure it's the okay. original movie from 1990. All right. Watch it with your woman. You guys would love it. Seriously. Um, trying to get you to watch a movie. Why should, why should I even, but it, you really would like it. Um, knuckle hunky buck. The statistic is wrong. 0% of black voters are for Trump because if, if you, you ain't voting Biden, you ain't black. Correct. Um, Peter R blonde, that email from Coinbase sounds completely like an absolute scam. Call them on their number on their website. This uh, Coinbase CEO is quite based. Uh, no, it's real. Uh, he also said, um, sounds like you managed to get your money out, which is good. Um, sorry not to be annoying. Just don't want you to get scammed. When you logged into Coinbase and got the warning about past history, you didn't click on a link in the email to get there, right? No, I um, I got an email, a generic uh, email about uh, why my Coinbase is being banned, although they, it was really nonspecific. It was from an official Coinbase account, uh, uh, official Coinbase email. And then separately, I logged into my Coinbase account and it said, your account is suspended. And then it gave hmm. me really long instructions for how to transfer the money um, out uh, which I immediately did. And then, and then they closed my account. So hmm. All right. I, I'm positive. It was not a scam. And it ha happened to Andrew Torb on the same day. So 
Gary Christensen says, I can, I'm concerned. I think blonde looks really hot as a boy. I secretly think Blair White is attractive and Matt once, and I'm once made past passionate love. Uh, what does this all mean? It means you're super, super gay and you should just start having um, like promiscuous, receptive anal intercourse with complete strangers. Like right now, just go out, just go out onto the street corner and be like, I'm ready for this. <laughs> yeah. That's what it means. Um, just joking. Sodomy is gross. Uh, Sinek 8 <laughs> says, how about you join Nick Recchietta? Might have misspelled his last name. Election stream. Do you? Uh, I, I No, I don't know. I don't know who the person oh, is. He's a lawyer. <laughs> and right. Matt also talked about needing a lawyer's opinion on some matters. We do. We always ask Laurel for like everything. And she's like, I'm not even that kind of attorney. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh no in general i'm open to joining streams i don't i think i just want to enjoy this election day mostly just watch it and soak it in without being live or you know uh on so to speak but uh in general i'm open to accepting invitations as a rule i don't invite myself to other people's platforms though that's one thing i don't do yeah jimmy p says sober october is october clearly that uh it's oct sober clearly that was no. a bloom and Jew moment. If you've ever had one, Hey, <laughs> no. we didn't do the bloom and the bloom and Jew thing. Right? He's saying, he's saying that it, it is the incorrect uh, pun in yeah. much the same way, but I didn't invent sober October either. Joe Rogan just finished sober October. This is not right. my labeling, but I actually think sober October is better than oct sober. Sorry. I just think it's easier to say. sounds better. That bloom and Jew thing though. I was like, you go to jail, you go to jail for the rest <laughs> of your life. For that yeah. missed opportunity. Kevin, nope. To kill all those feminists <laughs> because of them. Um, Angel Spa says, nothing. Thank you, Angel Spa. And then I'm good. I just got a couple more. Ian Randall says, congrats, Matt. May all of life's ups and downs be in bed. All right. <laughs> God bless from Australia. Thank you. Took me a second, but now I get it. Sure. Benjamin the Rogue, since I'm in a Dem state, or since I'm a Dem state candidate, I'm going to be in an official Dem Zoom call election night party. Thank goodness the Dems are cowards and are doing it through Zoom. It will be like hiding, or no, it will make hiding my laughter easier when Biden loses. Well, that'll be entertaining. Uh, Saint, and, and good luck. Saint says, PSA, violence is never the answer, no question. Or Violence is never the answer. No violence is a question, and the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> Have a wonderful week and uh, always Mozambique your target. Well, thanks for um, supporting <laughs> oh, the show. That is much appreciated. I think we're good on YouTube over on uh, D Live. Oh, we have one more. Did you get Philip Hayden? N- no, go for it. Um, Austin, meet up next weekend. Check Tim's email. Love y'all. We love you too, Phil. Oh, well, good luck. Uh, Anglo Criollo over on D Live says repeal the 19th and hail Rittenhouse. Chemical Serenity says a car is about 15 feet long with a car length. 90 miles would be 16,000 cars. Did they have 16,000 cars in Arizona? I don't know. Sounds possible. Possible. But man, I'd be surprised if that was the case. Um, Just a few more over on Streamlabs. We'll call it a night. Let's see. Uh... Uh, do, 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 do. Okay. Hypnagogic monk. We did. Um, furious Dan says if lockdowns are lifted, the paranoid can still live. Oh no, I did this one too. Crypto crook. Sorry. Gets the last word. Oh no, Matt, you missed my message in which I praise y'all. Um, let me, I can go back. Sorry if I did sometimes, you know, oh, uh, oh, it was just the, the I have the one from earlier, right? 
Uh, the message prior was, uh, my favorite YouTubers, I'm glad that you're back. Congrats to Matt and Pig2. Wish you a lifetime of love and happiness. May the years ahead be filled with lasting joy. I may have missed that one earlier. My apologies. Um, oh, no, that's from a couple of days ago. What am I? Sorry. Hey, Matt and Blonde. Great intro. Great costumes. Great show. Thank you so much. Give me a good laugh today. I hope you're right with your predictions. We shall see. Thank you, Crypto Crook. And uh, also said, Blonde, you're strangely hot in that outfit. So much appreciated. All right. We'll call that a show. Anything else before we uh, get out of here? Uh, no. Well, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thanks for making it a great stream. Uh, potentially the last ever stream, but certainly we hope not. Hoping for just as fun of a show as 2016 was. We'll watch a sequel and enjoy the night. And hopefully there'll be minimal destruction, but um, hope for the best. Uh, prepare for the worst, right? No matter what, as long as the world hasn't ended, we'll be back for sure on Wednesday. I haven't decided if I want to do anything on Election Day, but we'll be back to do the call-in show and get your reactions on Wednesday night. Absolutely. We'll be back next Sunday, of course. And um, I'll be posting videos in the meantime, unless Antifa burns my house down, which is a more realistic possibility than it has been. Yeah. Anyway, uh, find everything show-related over on the website. That's Matt Christensen Media. Dot com. You can also send us an email. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. As long as the world's still spinning, we'll be here next Sunday. Because if it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd, it's not Meet the Press. It's Beauty and the Beta. See you then. Bye, right, guys. Wait, stop the show. Are you still there? Stop yeah. the show. Are you still there? Yeah. I forgot to rip this off. Oh. <laughs> This is a reward for the people who stick around to the very end. Look at that. Well, that was anticlimactic. Ew. Look at that. That is my scab. You, you guys stuck around for this. Hope it was worth it. So scabby. All right. Have a good night. <laughs> um,